podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 14 and um, I think these podcasts have been pretty good lately. So uh, if you like them, share them, let people know about it Um, or not. I don't really care. Do whatever you want. Uh, This week we have Snappy and then we have uh, Chick is back on. It's been a while for him, but he came back on finally. Uh, We talk about our Patreon page, of course. Uh, Snappy surgery he has coming up and he did already have it. Um, He'll be back on next week to give us some updates. Talk about Kanye, of course, and the 13th Amendment. Uh, Bill Cosby um, wearing favorite colors to wear for whatever reason came up. Uh, Chinese food, uh, music, emails, politics, basketball, Twitter, China, drugs, toilet paper, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so enjoy it and thanks for listening. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. What's going on? You think your son will like that intro? No, my son, dude. Say, I've been listening to your podcast, Dad. I said, well, what do you think of it? He goes, oh, they're okay. Well, I'll take it. And uh, Kids these days like stupid shit. And he told me he didn't like my intro. And I told him, I was like, well, you know, my wife didn't like my other intro. So I'll figure something out, I guess. Or write me in. Tell me what I should say. I, yeah, I don't know. I just say what up because I've always said that, um, and it's kind of hip-hop-ish, right? Yeah, I started with the what up, what up, because I think, thought that's what Pow Wow did, and I was trying to mimic. My wife didn't like it, so I, yeah. I, I X that off, 86 in the restaurant business. <laughs> Pow Wow used to always fucking say 86, it, and I'd be like, dude, I don't work in a restaurant. It means take it off the menu. It's yeah. over. It's done with. I guess, I mean, it was kind of cool, but then, you know, it gets overused. Um, so... This is super random, but I listened to some random podcasts this week uh, that listen to our podcast because that's a thing that happens now is we'll get like 50 listens randomly within an hour and they're all from other podcasts. I don't really know what's going on, but I'll take it. And on some of these, so there's one was called Blurred Mentality, I believe, something like that. And it looks like they have no listens. Zero like zero listens on like their last six episodes, which is crazy. But I listened to one. I listened to the one that had listens because I was like, well, maybe this one's really good. Yeah. You know, because it had like right. seven episodes ago, one had a lot of listens. And it was, I mean, it was all right. It's not my favorite thing. Um, and then I listened to a few others. And I really do think at least, the thing we have at least going for is, is we do have unique voices. I would say out of all the podcasts I listen to, I don't think I hear any in which anyone sounds like me or you as far as the way our voices sound. I'm pretty on much one of a kind. Right. You got, you know, your whole Southern draw thing. I, I don't really know what my voice sounds like, but I just know no one really sounds, I don't think, like either one of us. So that's got to be a positive. Northern Oklahoman. But I'm I not guess. from North- I, I don't know. I'm literally from Texas. I know where you're from. <laughs> I mean, it's not really that far from where I'm from. The people who created me are from the same place. I know, but our voices are so different. And I would go to Colorado and they would all call me a heck. And so I'm just curious if people out there hear me and they're like, oh, you're so country. My voice gets made fun of by fellow Oklahomans. It's so bad. Yeah. My mom lived in California until she was nine and she has the worst accent of anyone I know. That's like a Southern accent. 
but it's mainly because she says a lot of double negatives and does that whole was worth thing wrong. And I work with this uh, older lady, and she is hard to understand. And she's been here for twenty five years, but she's still got that New York accent. Right. I met a lady from Boston, and her voice is probably my favorite accent because I've never really met someone who had a real Boston accent in real life. Right. And you were like, oh, shit, that's real? Because you kind of think they take it to the extreme right. on the movies. Exactly. You think it's all played up for comedy, and you're like, oh, God, that's really what I your I want to say my like. favorite is Alabama. I can see that. Their lips don't even touch when they talk. They're like, hi, how y'all doing out there, you know? <laughs> right. So I'm imagining the it's nipple like pierced guy from Waterboy. Is that the Alabama? Might as well be. It's around in there. Something like that. In all the movies made in Ohio now. Something, I don't... Cleveland, Wisconsin. I think most things are actually filmed in Georgia these days because Georgia gives tax breaks. So I don't like Walking Dead. A bunch of other shows. You'll see at the very end, they'll have like a little Georgia logo at the end of their TV show. Okay. And you're like, oh, I guess they filmed this in Georgia. California's got a lot of taxes and shit, you know? I don't know. Um, more random shit. Uh, we have a Patreon. And, uh, oh, yeah? Go to patreon.com slash mo. Check that shit out and give us money. That'd be dope. You don't have to, but it'd be cool. And um, I will say the only thing I've been disappointed in as far as our podcast being shared and things like that is I did kind of expect, and not one of us, I think it would look super douchey if we did it. Um, no one's went to our Epsilon Omega Pi Kappa Alpha Facebook page and been like, hey, brothers, we got two members and these two fucks making a podcast, you should check them out. Never has happened. No, not once. I see shit in there about people winning fucking bullshit plaque awards that ain't meaning anything at all to anybody. And uh, that's all I'm saying. I don't want to go too far because I want to act like I'm like super hurt because I'm not super hurt, just a little hurt about it. Just a little. Like, when John Stewart became famous, the Pox made him not have to pay all his back dues because he refused to pay them. And they were like, well, fuck it. You're you're cool. You got a cool show. We got a cool show. Yeah. I feel like we should get some support. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right. Last weekend. Oh, another quick thing. We're recording this super early. If I didn't say this already uh, pr- prior, because you're going to have surgery. Yes, I'm having a surgery in the morning at 7 o'clock <clears throat> to take my pins out and maybe pull a little more scar tissue out of that big toe. Right, so that'll be a good thing. You should be able to walk kind of soon. I should be able to. It's just how much am I going to trust myself? I'm going to be in fear of breaking these toes. I haven't put pressure on them in three months. Yeah, I think you should probably put them in a glass jar and become a foot model with your new fancy toes. I know. You want a straight foot? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Gotta, Green. Yeah, just straight foot. Man, uh, I went to the foot doctor here in Ada. He took one look at it. And said, no, that's Dr. Green's problem. <laughs> and like, wouldn't even talk to me about anything further because my foot was so gnarly. Yeah, it, it is crazy. Again, I need to look into uh, how much it would be to just have a... Fuck it. This before, from now until the next episode, I'm going to buckle down and make a goddamn Twitter or something for this. And then we can post a picture of your foot on the Twitter. And then people can come follow our Twitter twitter <laughs> it's like you're saying whip like uh, stewie does off right. family guy i just wanted to be clear <laughs> that i'm not familiar with the twitter and i've actively been against it because seven years ago i wrote a rap line that said no twitter so only the real can follow me that i enjoy that line so much i've actively not got a twitter um, i don't even know how to work twitter 
So I'm going to work really hard in the next five days to get a Twitter up and going. If I don't have one going, my bad. And uh, we'll put a picture of your foot. That's my new goal. Um, Dude, I can even do progression pictures. Yeah. Before surgery. Because I really feel like for some of the things we talk about, I could see some pictures being helpful. So if anyone out there uh, has any say on that at all, let us know. Um, Now, Kanye West has been in the news in the last uh, since the last time we did a podcast, right? He has. Uh, he would done Saturday Night Live. I watched that episode of Saturday Night Live, the whole thing. Fucking hilarious. I just want to say, I still love Saturday Night Live. And I've never been one of those people that are like, it fell off. Like, I'm always pretty much on board. Um, I think Matt Damon's Brett Kavanaugh impression was probably the funniest shit I've seen in a long time. Because I watched the Brett Kavanaugh thing. And Matt Damon just hit it on the certain looks with the nostrils and shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Hell, yeah. Um, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in so long, but I always laugh when it, I do. It's on Hulu, and that's really why. I was like, oh, I'll just throw it on because I have Hulu. Man, and, there's a fight for Hulu in our house. Really? Oh, uh, because, you know, we got the three teenagers. Yeah. And then the one, he's eight, and then my wife, they're all fighting on Hulu. Man, I can't get in Hulu. Someone else will watch it, and they'll be all checking rooms. You on Hulu? You on Hulu? It's just I bad. didn't realize. See, I, only, I mean, I have me and my wife, but yeah, we're rarely uh, in different you rooms. You can have two accounts. and yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Um, it's crazy. I like Adam Driver on Saturday Night Live. So that was really funny. Um, but Kanye West, I will say, I absolutely hate this song he has with Lil Pump. I don't even know the name of it. It is, like, just not good. It, like, the rapping is not good. And it's the only commercial success Kanye West has right now as far as, like, selling singles and shit, right? And it's because he has a 17-year-old Lil Pump who's horrible at rapping, but the kids love him. And... He's. It's weird that this seventeen-year-old is keeping Kanye afloat in the music world. I wasn't a fan of Kanye from day one. Be honest. I see. College Dropout, his first album, is like one of my top five favorite just albums of all time. Um, I just really, really enjoy that album. But I very quickly, starting the second album, was like, I don't like where this is going. But he makes the best beats. I really enjoy his beats. But I would understand if people didn't like him. I guess, right, I'm saying, like, I, I get it. Right, well, you're more into that music. Like, you know, if you wanted some history on Leonard Skinner, how they got their name, I could tell you that. Yeah, see, I have no idea. No a, idea. A 63-year-old man come over and talk, talk to me about it the other day. Apparently, they had a teacher named Leonard Skinner that always told them they'd never amount to anything. So they made a band, and they just put a D on both of them, called it Leonard Skinner. Yeah, I'm going to name my band Mommed. <laughs> Mommed? Get it. Yeah. Sorry, trying to make a joke. Um, so Kanye went crazy at SNL. He wore a MAGA hat, which everyone freaked out about. Um, also like Kanye because Kid Cudi's like his little protege, and I fucking love Kid Cudi. Gotta also get that out there. Um, but it, they cut off on Hulu the part of Kanye going crazy talking about abolishing the Thirteenth Amendment, shit like that. Now, me personally, when I heard him say abolish the Thirteenth Amendment, because I know a, just enough about the Constitution to understand that amendment. And I know that him and Kim Kardashian have been going against this whole prison reform thing. Like, that's what they've been for, I guess, for the last few months. So what they were saying, I knew exactly. He was saying in the 13th Amendment, it outlaws slavery unless you are in prison, then you can be a slave. Like, if you committed a crime, you could be a slave. That's what the 13th Amendment says. If y'all go check it out and read it. Um, So I knew immediately he was, like, trying to say, like, because of this loophole. Now, he didn't do a good job. Right. In the messaging. But I was aware where he was going with it because I get he's like tries to be artsy and shit, right? And I was like, I agree. 
Because honestly, do we? The people are getting pissed about thinking like, oh, we need the Thirteenth Amendment because if we didn't have it, then right now someone would come up to you and say, I own you. Is that what you think is going to happen? Like, if you were saying we abolished the Thirteenth Amendment, like, do you think slavery just comes back? Because I don't. No. I think we've moved past that. I could be wrong. But I don't think a fucking rule of constitution amendment that no one even fucking knows the wording of is keeping people from owning people right now. But I don't know. That was just my take. So I thought everyone was getting pissed for no fucking reason at Kanye. Just let him be weird. Don't buy his music if you don't like it. Right. But it was like all these weird headlines. I was like, Everything's I don't Everything's political shit. these days, don't you know? It is. It is very political. Um, random half political thing. I have no news on it because, like I said, we're recording this really early. There was a shooting in South Carolina, and all I know is the shooter was taken in. No problem. Mass shooting, and they negotiated his surrender to arrest him. And I'm always like, how is it that people can do, like, mass murder right on a grand scale, and then they always get taken in alive whenever someone's like, well, this person was running from us in a traffic stop, so we shot him or shot out the tires. Like, It's like they use deadly force on, like, really minimal things but when someone's like going crazy they'll be like let's negotiate yeah. so, and i'm kind of for negotiating because i don't i do think you need to stay in trial but it's just somewhere in my head right it's hard to battle those ideas like he should be the one they was shooting at right they should have killed that guy and let someone else that they killed be alive i, Does I that got make it sense? <laughs> i get what you're saying uh i mean i know they can't like pick and choose that shit but you have individuals within and it all comes down to how that individual responds. Right, and how they handle the situation. That's true. Very true. Now, like I, said, like I said, I don't have a lot of information on the South oh, Carolina Oh, talking thing. about shootings, we had one in Lada yesterday. Oh, yeah. So Lada's kind of like, uh, someone told me it was part of Ada, which I argue it's not, but it's like a town literally like half a mile from the town we live in. It's seriously five-minute drive. Right. Uh, and, yeah, there was a shooting there over an argument about something. I, they I didn't still haven't this. determined what the argument is. Latest I read today. But uh, apparently the argument got so violent, one guy shot this guy multiple times. Killed him. Yeah. You know, uh, that's what, you but know, self-defense. Quick, but then was quickly to cooperate with police. Well, he uh, was probably the good guy with the gun, you know? Yeah. I that's, have no idea. They haven't, I don't know. <laughs> they haven't revealed what the argument was about. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think any, no matter what the argument was about, I don't think killing someone's... No, I could always just walk away from that. Like, right. I don't need this in my life. Just walk away and forget about it. Right. Now, if someone's following you into your house, well, scenario, right, that's different. Right. But like, from what we've heard of this story, it was like an argument just out in the out open. the front yard, yeah. Right. <laughs> and then that happened. So, uh, it's, it's fucking crazy. Um, also, some current event shit. Uh, Bill Cosby went to jail. Bill right. Cosby did go to jail. Or, like, he got sentenced to jail, to three to ten years in jail, and his lawyer-slash-publicist guy said it was the most racist and sexist court hearing of all time. And I've talked about this probably, like, six, seven months ago where I have a friend on Facebook um, who I used to rap with who's on this whole Cosby's the modern-day Emmett Till, and he's just being sacrificed as a black man to bring this black man's name down, and it's all, and there's no evidence they're trying to take down this black man, right? That's like this guy's thought process. And I'm not, I don't know. I'll, I want to believe 74 or whatever the number of women is, is like too large for it to be a coincidence. Right. But I, I don't want to pass judgment on anybody's belief system. Uh, but I do think it's interesting that all of these rich people that have been accused of sexual assault, only the black dude's been sentenced to jail. 
like Harvey Weinstein's on jail, Louis C.K., which I don't still don't think is sexual assault. Me and my wife argue about this like every other week. Um, like most of the white guys really didn't get in trouble, but Bill Cosby is the only black man been accused of this sort of thing, and he is the only one that's been punished. And that is interesting when you are on the side of my Facebook friend who is calling him the modern-day Emmett Till and posting shit about this, right? I don't know. I just think it's interesting. I mean, I made a couple of pudding pop jokes. Right. But, you know, you have to. Have to. Um, something that was on another podcast I listened to this week, but I've thought about it since I was a little child, and on this podcast I acted like no one had ever thought of this before, so I'm going to steal it. Is I always thought it was weird it was called The Cosby Show because his name in the show was Miss Dr. Huxable. Yeah. And I always was like, what? His name's not Cosby in the show? I never even thought about it. And then, like I said, I listened to a podcast this week that it came up, and I was like, how have y'all never thought about this before? That's all I thought about as a child when it would come on TV. But I also way preferred Family Matters. Like, Family Matters was my shit way over Cosby Show. I watched whatever mom controlled the TV. The only time <laughs> the only time that we was allowed was on uh, Sundays to watch football. Yeah, that's crazy. I I got my own TV when I was probably three. And it was one of those big black and white tube TVs that looks like a dresser. Oh, yeah. And I just sat in my room and I played my Nintendo on it. We'd get hand-me-down TVs that work about half the time. Right. Know, and then we had rabbit ears and whatnot. I remember also I had a CB radio in my room when I was like four. For no I, reason. I, mean, I just know my oldest brother did. He was he was into that. I never my dad wasn't liked it. Um I never got into it. When I was like sixteen, we me and cousin Shad tried to um, like prank radio call some truckers where Shad would have a very high pitched female voice you know and act like can, a girl. They can read your location on those, right? Oh, no. I, that's what I was always told. I, I don't believe so. Because uh, there's that meter that goes on and off, but I thought that was a frequency thing. That is a frequency thing. Someone lied but, to your ass, I think. I just never thought about it, really. Well, I was what? always told that they could look it up by something. Someone was trying to explain it to me, and it made a lot of sense. that I was like 15. Right. It made a lot of sense, and I just never thought about it after that. Maybe they do, but what happened in this was we were driving my dad's truck around. Shad starts acting like a girl to this trucker, and then we knew this girl from Ryan named Jana C., and Shad said that was his name. And then this guy was like, Jana, this is your Uncle Mike. And then <laughs> during this oh whole God. fucking thing. And then Shad was like just cracking up. He's like, I swear to God. Because we were in a green Ford. And so Shad was like, we're in a blue Chevy. Jana, I know what kind of truck you drive. And it was like just a whole thing, right? It was great. Wow. So I do miss moments like that, which I think Shad is listening Did to. Did y'all ever podcast. hear anything from that girl? No, she never mentioned anything. Uh, I never heard of anything anyway. Um, so last week you mentioned you like Lindsey Graham. He did something that you like. And I watched a bunch of videos of Lindsey Graham the last week. And I will say, I super dislike Lindsey Graham. And I think he's probably like the fakest politician I've ever seen. He made me laugh. Out of everything last week, all the disappointment on both sides, he made me laugh. All right. Well, I just needed to get... Because last week I was acting like, well, I don't know where I stand on Lindsey Graham. So I just wanted to... Yeah, he made get that one. Really, he made me laugh. And then also, uh, I just want to say that John Oliver is like the fucking best. I know probably you don't watch HBO, which I've told you many times. If I ever remember that Charles blog, yeah, you can watch it. Uh, I don't know if you would love John Oliver because he is, you know, pretty liberal, and you're not. But he's funny as fuck, and they spend a lot of time just proving their points. Like they spend a week to make a good show, right? And uh, I don't know, he just makes a lot of 
a lot of sense when you watch it. You're like, yeah, that's fucking I watched good uh, Joe Rogan's new special. Right. Actually, that next on my list. That's perfect. Um, I watched it last night just because I saw it pop up, and I told my wife, I was like, I know we we're going to watch something else, but I can't watch anything until I watch this. The dude talked about cats a lot. Yeah, there at, at the point, beginning for a at minute. At one point, he, t- he went off on it. I was like, and then he would t- go off talking about something else, and then something else was cat involved. Right, well, I think what people, it's hard for a lot of people anyway, is that Joe Rogan on his podcast and Joe Rogan's stand-up are quite a bit different. They are. Like, the way he approaches it. Now, me personally, Joe Rogan's stand-up is my wheelhouse of humor almost to a T, and it like annoys my wife because I love his original, just Joe Rogan Live. It's like his first Netflix special. And... It does get vulgar and raunchy at times, but he's also just doing a lot of like, but have you ever thought? Like, you know what I mean? It's all about thinking, and then it get, you can follow his thought path through his jokes, and I like yeah. that myself. I enjoyed it. Um, but I can see where people would watch him be like, oh, he yells too much. He wears a way too big a shirt. Why doesn't he tuck his shirt in? Like, I don't tuck my shirt in because I'm fat, but when you're in shape, you should tuck your shirt in, not have it hanging to your knees. It looks fucking weird. So that's, I guess, my only hate on Joe Rogan there. Um, it distracts me when I watch it. I'm you like, say better looking people should tuck their shirt in. No, I said skinny, like skinny people. <laughs> All right. I mean, better looking either way. I mean, I've always thought of myself as a non-attractive person, so I don't have Man, any Man, like I've always been at a job where you had to tuck your shirts in. Oh, I've always gotten, gotten away with it of not. There, there's always one guy that I let slide, but there was, there was a reason. Yeah. See, I was just always like, yeah, I don't. I can pull off looking not too fat if I don't tuck my shirt in, but as soon as I tuck my shirt in, it's a at dead the rest- giveaway. At the restaurants, I preferred the shirt tucked in because I got tired of seeing ass crack. Yeah, I could see that. See that for sure. Um, I hate wearing belts. I need to wear a belt literally every day because this is my routine. Is in the morning, I put on a pair of jeans. They're super tight. And I'm like, oh, these are nice and snug. And then literally 30 minutes into my day, they're all like loose as shit and like way too big. And I'm like, fuck, I should overdress. It's because you're shaped like Blue the Bear. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty if much. you guys can picture Blue the Bear off Jungle Book, that's Aaron's shape. Yeah. Um, that's probably pretty accurate. I do feel like I'm like very bearish, and I love the Jungle Book, so I'm I'm totally down with that. And Bill Murray voiced it, right? Am I correct? Maybe not. I guess he did on the new one, not, not on the I don't, I don't think so on the old one. Probably not. I, don't, I think he was like way too young probably for that at the moment. Um, what's your color? Green. Like, that's your favorite color? Yeah. What's your, like, favorite color to wear? Are those different things? Yeah. Me too. I was curious. Like, green's been my favorite color since the Power Rangers, because the Green Ranger was fucking dope when I was in kindergarten. I was like, well, there you go. Green's the best color. And But wearing-wise, I don't necessarily love green. It's got to be a dark green, like a hunter green for me to wear. Right. See, I actually probably go a lot of green if it's me. But I like... Blue normally works. Blue is always a decent color. But I remember like when I was a teenager, red, every time I wore red, like something good happened to me. Like my first like few encounters with a lady that was like pretty dope. I always had a red shirt on. So then I got like superstitious about it. But like I hate the color red and I always have. Come from where I come from. I just didn't. I just chose away from red or blue. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess people care more on that shit. I usually just stayed with like a standard t-shirt and jeans black you know see where i come from you wear the fuck you want and no one cared yeah. well they cared you don't hey, have- they didn't really care at my school but you know we wasn't far if you went out in public right and so like you grew up near ardmore and people act like it's all pretty crazy and to me i've never witnessed the crazy side of ardmore 
but I have heard stories about it that it was crazier than I've realized. You stayed on one side of the tracks. Mainly, probably. I mean, I just have never, I never went there. Like, if you actually ever crossed the tracks and drove around, you'd probably duck down. Driving, driving through the street. See, like for me, uh, being in Warica, we were an hour from Ardmore or 45 minutes from Wichita Falls. Right. So if you have those options, you're going to go to the city that's closer and better in every way. Uh, Wichita Falls kicks Ardmore's ass. Right. And so it was like, why are you never going to go there? It's like a mini city, really. It's like, yeah. it's like what, Texas? It grew. Oklahoma borderline. Yeah, like I mean, but it all it just grew since that time I was a kid to now. Like it just kept getting bigger. Like I love Wichita Falls. If there was one city I could move to that was like in Texas, that would probably be it because I actually know the city really well, like where everything's at. And they got a pretty decent Chinese buffet place. And that is what I miss here in Ada. Is I don't like any of our Chinese options. Wish we had better Chinese. You don't food. like Oscars? Um, I did, but the last few times I've went, their service has gone so downhill. And one time we went, and the chicken lo mein, this was two times ago, the noodles were cold and the chicken was hot. Yeah. And I was like, I've what seen the some fuck? rants about it, people going off and this boy being rude to them. I don't well, know. Well, they have an 11-year-old working, and honestly, I'd be rude too if my parents made me fucking work. Yeah. And they're, the girl, the little girl who's probably like 13, is like the best person there to work. But the last time I was there, I saw a door fling open, and there was like, seven pounds of raw chicken just sitting on a counter that looked like it probably been sitting there for about an hour and i was like that doesn't make me feel good well, so i just seen think it running from that one house to the other place haven't you yeah i have so <laughs> i guess i'm just probably going to give up on that i i don't hate the buffet place but my wife doesn't like it so i don't get to go there often it's not great yeah you have to go on a good day it's weird it's like a hit or miss thing for sure i guess i could bring up some music shit that i've been doing uh i've been working on some music all We're right. going to see how that goes. Uh, also trying to figure out this whole videos. I've decided on a name, and I've made a mixtape cover, so I've made some progress since last week when we talked about this. Hell yeah. Um, mixing, again, is the hardest part. What I do, and I'm sure there's way better ways to do it, and I have these huge speakers here, but I don't personally feel like they are accurate, so I have to make a CD with all the songs I've recorded, and I take it to my car, but as I've mentioned plenty of times, my speakers only work 50% of the time. So I have to wait till my speakers are working, put my CD in, listen in the car, take notes of everything, then come back in, do those notes, burn a CD, take it to my car. It's a very long, uh, I use a lot of CDs. Oh, I hear you. And I'm sure there's a way better way to do it, but I don't know it. And even listening, I'm like, no, this shit sounds professional. Well, it's all half-assed. If you guys would go to our Patreon page, you know, we could shed some on that too. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm, I told you earlier, I really liked the beat at the end of the last episode. Yeah. I really did like it. It's more of a, it's a little dancier, a little dancier, a little less hip hop, which I've been watching a lot more videos of, uh, like, I never knew what house music is, and I don't, I know what EDM stands for, but I don't, like, I don't know, that's all my shit, right? Like, all the fucking weird DJing fucking music where they sit at a laptop, fucking fist pumping, and right. crowds go fucking crazy, but... It looks fun as fuck to make. Like when you watch the videos of how they do it, I I really enjoy it. Uh, just because I'm like, well, I'm sure I can imply some of that to whatever I'm making. And I don't even think I make straight rap beats. I think my stuff sounds very much like some weird alternative rock mixed with rap. I think everything I've made has that sort of feel. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, so I think I'm going to get to the 10 songs. That's my goal at the moment. And after that, I'm going to try to figure out how to make country beats. Like beats that sound like country songs, because 
I don't know if I've mentioned this podcast. There's two country songs I like that are on my iTunes, and that is Tim McGraw's Don't Take the Girl. All right. And Riding with Private Malone. All right, cool. And I freestyle. Well, I've heard this before, um, and not many other people have, but I'll just freestyle to the Riding with Private Malone sort of beat in my head because it's so slow, and you can just make up dumb bullshit country lyrics, and it's fun, right? And I do the same see, with like... I'd probably like that. I'd be like, yeah, man. Yeah, see, and I'm sure some would. And I do the same to like alternative rock or emo sort of music because I think I don't take it serious. So I can say like stupid shit. And I used to do that with rap music, but now when I rap, I'm like, I need to mean every word and I take it all too serious. So I just think I'm going to try to switch it up and make some weird country. You should rap. have a fun song. Name. Get you. Eventually get you I lose, will. Get your mind settled. Right. So that's going to be my goal. Eventually I'm going to try to figure out how to do country rap, which I know everyone hates, but I think I can make it cool. Yeah. I don't really like country rap, <laughs> but you know, I hate on it all the time. I can't even turn the radio station on these days. I just switched it over to rock and deal with it. Yeah, I l- only listen to podcasts and then my my music. I listened or- to some new podcasts this week. Oh, yeah? Any good ones? I really enjoyed the Pat McAfee 2.0. He's an ex-kicker. He was signed by Bartool Sports. But I guess he's really controversial. Basically, they'll tell him something, but I really don't care. I don't give a fuck. You know, and he kind of right. got set, split around on teams over his years. So. Yeah. Was he a punter or a kicker? I think it was a punter. Punter? That's what I thought. I think. Um, but, uh, I mean, it, it was funny. It kept me entertained. I mean, some of it was sports-related, which I know that's really not your thing, but uh, it was pretty funny. No, I do like sport podcasts. I just, I'm at my max of sports podcasts. I think you ought to give it one listen at least. I should know what I'd take off, because right now I'm listening to every Bill Simmons, because that's just my dude. And then Ryan Russillo's new podcast, Dual Threat. Now, when you recommend me something, I go out and listen to it pretty much that week or well, watch it. You had zero podcasts on your slate to listen to. And then this I suggested some. I have like 20 I already listened to. And you're like, I mean, I don't, one I don't listen to every Joe Rogan one, but I have listened oh, me to either. a couple this week. Me either. I don't even listen to everyone. Uh, there's just too they're too I listen to one with Tom Segura and someone else on I there. I fucking love Tom Segura when he's on there. But uh, he was on there a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. He's, he's really good. Um, but Ron, we still had Trent Dilfer on this week and I always hate Trent Dilfer, but after hearing him on a podcast, be like more genuine, I don't hate him as much as I used to. So yeah. that's the power of podcasts. I can't stand Trent Dilfer. I know. I can't hear, but he was telling this story of how him and his backup quarterback got in a fight on a golf course and you just, uh, you kind of like Trent Dilfer more after hearing this story or whatever. So, um, if you like sports podcasts, we've given you all a few, uh, also it's a lot of video game podcasts just to keep up to date on that shit. Cause I don't talk about a lot on here. So it's like, that's how I get my fix whatever. And lately I haven't played video games. It's I log in. I may have played two games on NBA 2k since last time we recorded. I fought like two fights on UFC, but I knock them out in the first round because I don't know how to grapple. Still. Right. Yeah. So you did it. So I'm still the champion. I've been called the greatest of all time. I've got like 33%. They got me like 59 now. Yeah. You know, cause they progress you. Yeah, uh, the exact same thing happened to me. And then from here on out, it's kind of a slog. You just keep first-round KOing everybody. Every once in a while, someone might be tough. Well, I usually can't beat that dude. He takes me to the ground before I knock him out. Um, I can't remember his fucking name. But he usually beats me, and I have to get the title back. Well, that's fine. Just a little uh, thing going on. Right, but I kicked him in the head like six times. I'm a motherfucker wouldn't fall. So what's fun is... The way I have the settings on our uh, recording program here is I do not know the time we're at. 
because I have it set to bars because I was recording music. And so I know we've been going for 1,402 bars. Okay. Or beats. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's bars because beats is the next one. Yeah, see how many bars you get so, a minute. I don't, you're right. I just don't know. Um, Come on, mathematician. Well, we're set at 178 as our BPM. I don't want to do that fucking math. I've never even thought about it. Uh, so anyway, I'm just saying, like, I don't know how long this is going to be. You'll that's that all shit I'm saying. figured out by tomorrow. Maybe. Um, I watched Survivor. I will say, I'm normally not one to watch Survivor, but the last couple seasons I've gotten into, and it's been really fucking good. Man, I watched that first episode where that dude, like, had some kind of stroke or heart attack. Oh, no, he, so he's did, back. Or is, yeah, he's back. He hit a and wave I, on a boat. And I they, forgot what day it come on. I think it, it comes on Wednesdays, but it's on the CBS All Access thing. Yeah. And I think for people that don't have all access, you can just still get the CBS app on your phone or Roku or whatever and still watch like the two latest episodes of any of their shows for free. Something like that. That's so, cool. Um, if anyone out there needs some shit to watch. Uh, but anyway, I think Survivor's been pretty good. I really like this whole David versus Goliath idea because it's like, how can you just not cheer for the Davids? Like, they're supposed to lose, so you're going to want them to win. That's my doctor. All right, you're cool, man. All right. I'm sure I'll cut all that shit. God damn it. I keep dropping everything. Um, all right, I think we need some emails because we got some fucking emails. Hell yeah. So we have two. One of them's really old. I said when we first started this podcast that I was going to keep checking the old email that was the powwow with mo at gmail.com. Right. And I didn't, right? I haven't checked it long. I mean, I did it for a while, but no one was writing into it, of course. So why the fuck would I keep checking it? But turns out someone you know Jason from the Alamo Monks. Okay. He wrote to us a few weeks ago, or two weeks ago, it looks like, and uh, just I didn't know about it. So it says, he listened to the podcast, and thanks for the shout-out. He says uh, they were pretty bad at talking in between songs, and they told their drummer beforehand not to do that, but of course he did, and he had some ha-ha-has. It said try to make him uh, cringe enough to shut up, and of course he didn't. And he says, just because I'm a dick and for clarity's sake, um, all of this stuff they played was original, except for a snippet of Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And I don't think that makes you a dick uh, for saying that. I would want someone to know if I made it something original. Right. Personally, you know. It's like, no, I made that shit. So I think it's cool. But he said again, appreciate the shout out. So um, no problem. And you should write into our new email in the future if you still listen. If you don't, it's cool. You'll never hear this shit. Um, and then Rusty, our cousin. Well, I didn't really know the guy. I met him at the bar when I went to see my other friends play. Right. And, you know, he handed me a free CD. I'm like, well, check out our podcast. Right. So that's kind of how that went I got you. Um, our cousin Rusty, he said, sup cousins. And he said, gotta say, I've been getting a little frustrated at the podcast. It's just because I'm an opinionated person especially on the subject of politics and religion, but I can't chat back, but I guess that's how podcasts work. This is true. That is how it works. I'm the same way. I get real mad listening to podcasts, and they'll be like, oh, what's 16 divided by 8? That math's too hard. And then they'll just go on. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it just pisses me off. So I get it. Um, and there's a lot of times we leave shit on the table because I know you don't want to argue about it, and it ain't going to do any good. But yeah, sometimes. I get it. I get it. Um, is that I actually had an issue, uh, I think this was recently, where someone felt the need to uh, give Rusty a morale lecture, or moral lecture, uh, moral, I guess that would be the word, I can't <laughs> fucking read. Uh, this is because he said, 
in a, I'm guessing a social media post, he misused the word double standard. And it's saying the situation of pre-sexually assaulting boys for 36 years ago isn't like the current Kavanaugh one. I don't know. I'll be honest. With some of the spelling, I don't know exactly what side Rusty's on there, but I got the gist of it. Of I've also noticed the thing of people being like, oh, 36 years ago happened to this Betty Ford lady. Then that's a long time ago. But whenever a guy's like, well, a priest sexually assaulted me 36 years ago, we're all like, oh, that's fucking horrible. Right. And we believe him, no questions asked. Um, now, I think there's some sort of systematic rape culture that exists in the priesthood, at least in the East Coast and the places this is really affected. I guess it's been all over the fucking world, honestly, um, that makes it a little easier for people to grasp that. Now, I personally do believe Kavanaugh probably did some shit. I just do. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we can get an Seems like he knows something. I don't think he. He did miss. I Ford. think they did some little rape clubs or some shit, possibly. No, like in a. I know it's all horrible, but again, I just think the way he denied it and he screamed and yelled, and I don't trust anyone who re- reacts like that. It's so fucking weird. Um, FBI didn't find anything. They all they had a limited probe. They were only allowed to ask like four people questions. It was like there's too many. It's like if you're not guilty, let them do what they fucking need to do. But again, they're gonna put this guy through. And it's all because I'm getting off track. He has this picture with Carl Grove from like four years ago. And Carl Grove is a guy that's like, our way to defeat Obama is to do nothing in Congress. And that's what they did for eight years, but it didn't work because they plan on taking Obama out the first round and he won again. But uh, th- that guy was like, is like butt buddies with Brett Kavanaugh from back in the day, right? So that guy's, Brett Kavanaugh's super partisan. And that's just weird. It's weird the Supreme Court has come to that, in my opinion. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, I don't know where Rusty's at on the whole priest versus Kavanaugh Seems like we shouldn't jump to conclusions on a priest is what he's saying. But it just seems like it happens very often with a Catholic priest. Right. I See, mean, so people associate that. They hear one, and then how many have you heard in the last 10, 20 years? But for me, honestly, I'm going... If anyone, man, woman, old, young, anything, tells me they were sexually assaulted... I'm probably going to believe him, at least at first. And I know he's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, blah, blah, blah. But in this, it's almost the same thing. Like, I have, I don't see why someone would lie about that. Not saying there wouldn't be a reason, but I'm just going to believe that narrative over the one that's like, they lied about it. Like, I understand I need evidence to make a decision one way or the other, but I, I know my bias in that scenario in which way I'm going to lean. Right. I'm going to be like, oh, because why would anyone admit to that? People keep that shit secret forever. I know I would or whatever. I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's, it's just awful. Weird. I mean, you want to believe them, but at the same time, it's like you've seen the cases where they're just right. Like you'll see the ones like this kid comes out of jail after three years after a girl admits that it was a lie, and he lost his scholarship to this college or whatever. And you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, fine. shit like that's terrible. Yeah, so it, it is all horrible. Um, I just don't see why we they can't just choose another conservative judge. Like, why are we hell-bent on Kavanaugh now? Now it's become like a big political battle, right? Like, as opposed to be like, well, what if he did? I don't know. It's just weird. It's all weird to it me. It seems like that's the way them uh, senators I watched treated it anyway. Right. And the fact that, like, Trump will come out and be like, the Democrats were so mean to him, and then Democrats come out and like, well, the Republicans were mean to her. And I'm like, honestly, all y'all kind of suck at this shit because none of y'all should be up there. Y'all fucking win because y'all campaign better than others not because you're actually good at governing right because like, they was a uh, 
couple of them was getting told what to do by the people actually doing their job, as you pointed out. Right. So in, it's a weird world, world war, weird world we're in. But at the break, uh, when we do switch over, y'all will get the email address. If y'all want to write in, um, I way prefer emails over anything else because I like having uh, off-the-top discussions if there are questions or little things b- baked into it personally. We'll, we'll try to spice it up for you, Rusty. Yeah, we'll maybe, try. Maybe I'll take a hard take on something just, yeah. for, just for you. In certain days, I do have hard takes on things. Um, in other days, I don't. You know, it just kind of depends. And I'm sure this happens to you as well. You've been doing this a while now. Uh, like on a Wednesday, I'll just have the fucking rant of a lifetime like in my head. And I'm like, I got to get this written down somewhere and enough that I can remember it. And I just don't because I'm like, I'm busy doing something. And then I'm like, fuck, what was this? Oh, man, it happens all the time. I've been trying to take notes, and then I look at my notes, and they don't fucking make sense. And I'm like, oh! I know. It's it's very frustrating. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Carly, who is my friend Christopher's sister, who posted, commented on a post I had acting like she listened to the podcast. I don't know if she does, but even the pretend support was cool. So, Well, thank you. Yep, I like Carly. She was always... I've been posting on all kinds of random ESPN <laughs> pages, everything. I took a page out of Curtis's book. Yeah, dude, I think it's a good strategy just if someone accidentally clicks it, maybe we'll get a listen. Uh, I don't know if we're getting any. The last two weeks, we haven't gotten many listens, like I said. But uh, I just think you got to be persistent. Got to keep on keeping on every week. Be there with podcast. Eventually, people, more people are going to listen to fucking podcasts. Yeah, I know Travis Haynes says he listens. Yeah. Uh, I know Travis is a day one. He's like one of those ten, first 10 people that listen. Right. Um, Appreciate it, Travis. I know Marissa, I think she gave up on catching up on the back episodes and she just listens to the new ones now. I did beat that ass in fantasy football last you, week. You did. I, I lost to Curtis last week. I it finally was won the first game in this league. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of screwed Marissa over on a trade. Not intentionally. She wanted my quarterback, my backup quarterback, who was Josh Allen, and then he did horrible. So I felt bad, but then again, like, the players I got weren't great either, so... I think you'll be all right. Be all wash. Uh, I think you'll be all right in the long run. Right. The only... Uh, the last thing I've written down here that I wanted to bring up to you, and just kind of like a heads up, is basketball this year in the NBA, they're trying to do some rule change, which is going to probably make a lot more foul calls, and it's going to make people a lot more frustrated to watch. So I'm just going to inform everyone of this, so when you watch basketball in a week after this comes out... This podcast, uh, you'll know. More foul calls? Yeah, so basically you can't impede movement. So think of like Chris Paul, right? Chris Paul is kind of like not a dirty player, but he knows all the little tricks, right? Like if a point, like if Steph Curry's going to run away and who's fast, he's going to grab his jersey a little bit, right? Right. Or he's going to throw an elbow when you're running around a screen or do little shit. Any of that is now a foul. If you impede their movement, cutting to the basket and shit like that, that is a foul. You can't grab a jersey and pull them and all that, put your arm out there. I understand it because it shouldn't lead to more scoring and that's more fun. I don't get it because no one was bitching about there not being enough scoring. It'd be different if like the playoffs were all 80 to 90, right? right. Then we'd be like, oh, we need to do something. But the games are all fucking like 120 to 130. We didn't need any rules to make them score easier. So I don't know. They seem to be worse at free throws than they are shooting. That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. But you're going to have people just getting fouled out. I mean, yeah, but you'd have some of these centers, they'd purposely foul the center, which are terrible free-throw shooters in right. most cases. Good point. I mean, they already do that a little bit. Right. They just do the intentional foul where they hug them. Are you now back in the playoffs when, like, even Nowitzki had, like, 40 foul shots a game? Right. 
It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I like Kobe. Like, I love Kobe, and I like Jordan too. But like, a lot of those players, people look at them like, look at how much they scored a game. When you really look at it, you look at how many free throw attempts they had a game. That's how they so got many. all their points. It was so they got many. To the line. Right. And so it's kind of like this cheat code. It wasn't nothing to shoot 20, 30 free throws a game. Yeah. And, and now, and now, like, I want to say, like, the three-pointer, it just closed that gap. We're like, Steph Curry's like, I can't drive in and get fouled, but I can fucking hit threes from back here. He's so, a damn like, good three-point shooter. Yeah, it's super entertaining to watch. Um, I've been, like I said, I've been trying to play a little bit NBA 2K19 because it's really good, but the music shit just got me uh, busy. Huh. I finally joined DraftKings. Oh, hell yeah. So I got like 25 entries. You have to start with $25, and they gave me like $12 of free credit. So right. I just fucking went all in and said, fuck it. Well, hell yeah. I hope you – are they all tonight or no, – I got for I, just tonight? I got one for just tonight. It was $10. But then I found quarter ones. I'm like, that'd probably be the smarter way to go. Right. <laughs> but I don't know. I figure I waste my money on the first one. I don't know if this is true, and you might have seen this today because it was on the the social medias. It says, outside of England's Bristol Zoo, there was a parking lot for 150 cars and eight buses. And for 25 years, its parking fees were managed by a very pleasant attendant. The fees were one pound for cars and five pounds for buses. I don't know what the fuck pounds means be real honest with y'all because i'm in america and we don't worry about i just looked cultures. at it as one dollar and five dollars yeah we can make that work um it says then one day after 25 solid years of never missing a day of work uh the attendant just didn't show up so the zoo management called the city council and asked them to send another parking agent the council did some research and replied that the lot was the zoo's responsibility and the zoo advised the council that the attendant was a city employee so the city council responded that the lot attendant had never been on the city payroll Meanwhile, sitting in his villa somewhere on the coast of Spain is a man who apparently had a ticket machine installed completely on his own and then had simply begun to show up every day, commencing to collect and keep parking fees at estimated about $560 a day for 25 years. Assuming seven days a week, this amounts about $7 million. And no one knows what his name is. That would be awesome because there was no paperwork ever. And this guy's just showing up when someone really wasn't even paying attention. It's just badass if it's really true. Yeah. I think it is it's badass. fucking genius. Um, since I'm now going to my random shit I've collected off social media this week, I really like this point by uh, some female out there. I don't know who that is. Um, I don't, I'm not saying this is all true. I just like their perspective. It says, if men are concerned about being falsely accused of sexual assault, maybe they should stay at home and not put themselves in dangerous situations where they could be vulnerable. These things wouldn't happen if they didn't go out and drink, go out to bars or walk alone at night when a woman might mistakenly think they're a predator. They might also want to dress more conservatively so that they don't appear to be threatening women. And I just think it's really funny because, you know, you hear that for women being raped, right? Right. Like, don't walk alone, do this. And now God's like, well, we don't want to be falsely accused. And it's like, well, don't put yourself in that situation then. And I just think it's funny. It's a funny uh, tit for tat, if you will. Right. And those things. But again, it's probably not accurate. Um, Do you know what the company LG stands for? Life's good. I always thought that too, but it's actually not that. In 1958, the companies Lucky and Gold Star merged and formed Lucky Gold Star, and they became LG. So if you are ever on a game show and that comes up, thank me for giving you that fucking information. I had no idea. None. All right, if I had to guess at a time, I'm going to say we are at 50 minutes. 50 minutes. That's my guess right now, but I'm, I'm not, again, I don't know. I don't know what time we came in here. 
Me either. How long do you think the world's longest lasting light bulb has been burning? 10 years. Oh, you're so off. 117 years. They make them where they go out because you'll have to buy new ones. You could have ones that lasted forever. I've had some that's lasted for years and years, and then you replace them, and it's like, go out. Go right. Out. You're like, motherfucker, <laughs> they got me. I don't know who we're going to have on the last half of this podcast. I said we're doing this a little early. Um, hopefully someone good that doesn't suck. Curtis, you were okay last week because I know you listen. I thought Curtis uh, did a pretty good job last week. The mixing was a bitch. He got real far away from the microphone. What's so up with to Travis? Work on that. You just not like Travis enough? <laughs> Travis? Yeah. Travis never been on here. I know. He doesn't he live here. Good? Oh, does he not? Yeah. If he lived here, I'd have him on here. Yeah, I, did, I didn't stalk Facebook that much. I don't know where he lives. I'll be honest with you. I have no I idea. I just assumed he still lived around here. If I had to guess, I would say he lives in Norman. But again, that's oh, a complete it, oh, guess. Oh, is he a city boy now? Well, his family's from Purcell. Um, I don't know even what he does. I have no idea. Travis, hit me up and let me know all this stuff. And uh, if you ever want to be an Ada, we can record some shit. Um, my friend Shelton, he acts like he's going to come down all the time. He doesn't live here either and beyond, but it's never happened. So um, we'll see. We'll see who we get. It's all a big surprise. And I don't think this time we're doing a guess who's back. Yeah, because I, I don't know how well I'm going to be Saturday. Right. <laughs> so we don't know how it'll be. All right, then. Peace. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. What up? And we are back and we are joined by Chick. Yeah, it's me, guys. I'm back. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been like a couple months. Um, I know. I don't know what it is. And I didn't even ask you before this. I guess I should have thought about it. But Powwow told me you had crazy shit going on. So that's why I didn't hit you up. Yeah, I had some stuff going on. I broke my wrist. And I mean, it's it's a small fracture. I'm not even wearing a cast, but I uh, broke my wrist. Long story short, as that happened, my wife had her female parts worked on because we had lost another kid and I just had needed time off. My daughter also had surgery. She had her gallbladder removed. Yeah. yeah. So it's just one thing after another. Yeah. One Sound thing like. after another. Well, that's not super fun, but we'll make this podcast <laughs> super fun. Yeah. Um, so earlier on in this podcast, I made this whole, God damn it, I'll make us a fucking Twitter for this podcast. And I finally did it. And I'm going to tell the story of how that fucking went because <laughs> nice. it was goddamn ridiculous. So I'm going to first say got off on the wrong foot with Twitter. Um, I'm saying a little better. I was getting made fun of previously because I was saying Twitter. So I was really pronouncing Twitter. the W, I guess. And people were like, that's not how you say it. Kept making fun of me. But n- neither here nor there. Um, make this Twitter. Put up the picture. You know, the logo for the podcast is our picture. I fill out all the shit. It says, put your birthday and then, like, in parentheses, if this is a business or organization, put your anniversary date. So I know that I started, I recorded my first podcast, or maybe released the first one, whatever it was, on October 1st of last year. So I put October 1st, 2017. Makes total sense. Hit save. As soon as I do it, it says, locked out of account. You're not 13 years old. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I click, how do I fix this? And it's like, Email us a copy of your license showing your birthday. And I was like, God damn it. And 
So I did because I fucking the day before that made this big proclamation. You will hear earlier on this episode about how I'll do it. And it was just, I was like, God, that's so fucking stupid. How would a fucking one-year-old even make a Twitter? Right. Um, I like, like, obviously. Oh my God. So I'm following a lot of celebrities because I don't really know how to use Twitter. Um, So I just, I just follow a lot of people that I like and we'll see what happens. Um, so follow us. It gave me the name podcast underscore Mo. I really thought I was going to get to choose that shit, but it's like, what's your name? And I put <laughs> a podcast with Mo. Never once did it be like, what handle do you want? Right. So, because I, I would have put a podcast with Mo right. all together, lowercase. But no, it's podcast underscore Mo um, if you're looking for me there. And uh, we would love to have people explain Twitter. And I'm <laughs> right. going to try to figure out how to post pictures of Snappy's foot. Whole reason we made this so right. people could see pictures of his foot. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, I saw the pictures of his foot on uh, Facebook. Man, that's a, a like a extremely painful surgery has to be. Right. And Crazy. Uh, update on that because since the last time he was on here, he came over early because he had surgery coming right. up. Uh, I think he got the pin removed, and he's like two to three weeks out from walking normal again. Or going crazy. back to work or something. Uh, but he is, I think, nervous he's going to break his toes because he hasn't put any pressure on him in, you know, two months or whatever it's right. been. So, um, other random text shit since we talked about Twitter there. I was seeing some news story, and I'll try to look more into it for the future, where Apple and Amazon products have Chinese backdoors built into their technology because they buy, you know, all their technology from, you know, all those companies right. over there. And it's like, well, that's not good. Right. They have all of our national secrets, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't – I have an iPod on this table in front of us somewhere. Yeah, it's um, right here. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's how it is. I think probably even Microsoft shit, I'm sure, is not all made in America as far as that shit goes. I don't know. I mean, I know they're an American company, but that doesn't mean shit. Um, so, yeah, just that's just how that is. So, everyone wants to be enemies with China. I say – we just be cool with China. Aren't they our boss? Don't they own us right now? No, see, here's the thing. I think everyone gets everyone's worried about this debt. We're not the luck. We owe China all this debt. If right now we were like, hey, wipe off the debt, and I don't know why we don't do this, I think they would. And they've even said like they they're not worried about it. Well, yeah, I because mean, economically we're good for them. They have right. the people are working. The people that need to work in a country that has the most people. We're giving them jobs. Right. So, for instance, whenever we as a country want to stabilize the economy or have a boost, we're like, we're going to just print $100 billion and put it into <laughs> roads and hire people to make roads. And you're like, right. okay. That's cool. And then China are just like, we're going to take $100 billion to give to America to buy shit from us. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you boost your economy, right? And that's right? how they do it. Like, why don't we go to Great Britain and be like, hey, here's a bunch of our money. <laughs> here's some money, but you have to spend on our shit. Right. Um, right. So anyway, I don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate, but that's how I understand it as a layman in the world. Uh, Does Canada get some of our money because they? Have, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned Canada because that reminded me of something else that's happened, kind of political, um, in the last few days. That's <laughs> not you know Kavanaugh related and shit. Uh, we have a new NAFTA. So remember those the whole North American Free Trade Agreement that was the worst deal ever according to Donald Trump when he was running for president, and so he wanted to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And they have a new thing. I don't remember what the acronym is at the moment, but it's almost identical, like in every way. And now he's like, it's exactly what we needed. <laughs> and you're like, of course you do that shit. He, 
Repa- basically repainted it. Is that what you're right, saying? Right. <laughs> He's just repainted it. And said it but, was his. But like repaint the same color. It's right. not even <laughs> like it was. Uh, I don't know. But that's just kind of like how you know. And I I don't want to sound I'm picking on Republicans, but they're the ones that hated Obamacare. Absolutely. It's like, in polls, it's like, how do you feel about Obamacare? Hate it. What about the Affordable Health Care Act? Love it. <laughs> and you're like, it's the same thing. Right. That he just changed the name. Uh, so that shit always gets gets me going. Like until it's up. actually free healthcare, do what? Until it's actually like free healthcare, and it doesn't matter. Right, and I've always said the you thing I have re- against this universal healthcare in America is it's a you have to have health insurance. Yeah, it's not you get healthcare. Those are different things to me. Right, and in other countries, and everyone's like we're too big, but the math's been worked out to where it's actually we could probably do it exactly yeah. the same. You just wouldn't have as many like getting rich in little bitty towns. Okay, right. so. This if you wanted so, to be rich, you would move to the, you know a big town, right? Right. Um, this is such a tangent. But I thought of it earlier this morning and was like, if it just happens to come up some way with Chris, I'm going to bring it up. So, in our uh, home county, from where we're from, because we are from the same place, mm-hmm. it was that and the Jeff one Co. just north. Jeff Co. Yeah, we're from Jeffco, Jefferson County. That and Stevens County were like the number one and two most overprescribed counties for pain pills. Oh yeah, we had a great doctor for that, like in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. And so. I don't want to like grandma. My mom is a nurse or whatever. Right. And We're she's heard through the grapevine that, you know, all the people, because that doctor has retired now, they're going to other places. They've seen records and have been like, holy shit. Yeah. Like at least that reaction. I think I can at least say that much. Right. Um, is that, uh, you've heard about the Nunley funeral, funeral home, right? Oh, yeah. That's been a whole thing. I think we brought it up uh, yeah. on here when it happened of the funeral home being so, a I mean, drug den. So, so yeah, our hometown's things. all crazy. But anyway, so. That's the thing that happens, right? People went to the doctor a lot and was like, I have anxiety. And they're like, here's Xanax with no real follow-up. That was just well-known to happen. Yeah. But in like a complete free market, shouldn't you be able to just go to the store and be like, I want Xanax? Right. Like, I need... Why is there a gatekeeper? Now, I understand these are dangerous (laughs) things. But it's like... They've allowed you to have, you know, Tylenol without having to ask a doctor. Right. I don't know. It's so it's, I'm not saying I agree one way or the other. It was just something I was thinking about. Like, huh, it's weird that we're like cool with that. Whenever like even just over 100 years ago, doctors weren't even the most sane people. You wouldn't necessarily <laughs> right. trust a doctor's like judgment because they were weirdos and wanted to cut up bodies. Right. Only the weirdest of weird people became doctors back in the day. Now it's like, oh, I want to be rich. I'm going <laughs> to med school. Right. Which is a whole other problem. It's, a, I guess. it's triage at a greater level. At the healthcare system, but uh, yeah, I do remember getting like prescribed whatever I needed to from the doctor at that point. Like that, you told them you needed something for pain, they give it to you. I went to the doctor recently for the broken arm, right. and they're like, "I can give you Tylenol threes, which are fine. Uh, they take away my pain." But it's most Tylenol people, with codeine in it, right? Right. Yeah. It's not bad, but you know, you, you ask because you're in pain at the at the ER, they'll give you a higher prescription of you know to get your pain killed then, right? But with my, my, it's because the opioid crisis right. that we're going through, uh, I wasn't able to get anything with opioids as a prescription other than when, if I went to the actual doctor, they gave it to me there. Right. Makes which, sense. Which I think is a great way to keep, kick that opioid crisis, but it sucks that like a broken arm doesn't constitute that. Yeah. I mean, I get it both ways. Um, if it's me, I would want the pain pills for right. sure. I wanted the pain pills. And I asked, I was like, I just want to tab five. Honestly, what I think 
is if they could just fuck all this winging off bullshit. You know what they need to do? They're like, all right, your arm is broke. Six weeks, you got this much, and then we're cutting you off, period. Right. But their worries like, if you do that, people get addicted. And it's like... Where are they going to get it from? Right. That's on... <laughs> maybe this is all too fucked up to say. But like, so Snappy had a surgery, and he was also explaining how they gave him the least amount of pain pills he's ever had for anything. Right. And it's like the worst surgery he's ever had, yeah. um, pain-wise. I could be paraphrasing, but he'll let me know next week. Um, and... You know, they didn't give me anything. My dad, they gave he, my dad just got carpal tunnel um, Sucks. surgery on one arm. He's going to do the other arm next. Just doing back to back. Just crazy. Um, but they gave him like 60 Percocets and he took eight. Yeah, or, it was just a or 12, something like that. Yeah. Like, right, like, and it's not because he wouldn't need them, but like he's never done anything. Like he barely drinks or whatever. Right. Right? So um, different strokes for different folks. It's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, he just he but, was he was a grin and bear or grit and barrett kind of guy. Then just, again, take the pain. I guess it depends on what you de- you think government's role is. And if the government's role is to step in and don't let people get addicted to pills, then you would think that. But another part of me is like, if you have the money and you want to buy the fucking pain pills because you're in pain, you should be able to. There's part of me that does believe that. Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, if you knew you broke your arm, why do I have to pay a doctor to tell me I need a pain medication? For right. That? It's like, look, there's the bone. Could like, you please give me your strongest pain medicine? Thank you. And you should just be able to go to a pharmacist for that. Be like, hey, I broke my arm. It hurts at a level five. Right. <laughs> but, you pull out the chart of the angry dad, yeah. and you're like, yeah. But you'd have one. to be honest, and it, it, you know, yeah. And I, I think that's probably the problem. As people would go break their arms, drug addicts, to walk into a pharmacy, show their broken arm to get their fix. To get their fix. So, but then again, hey. If the pharmacy's making money and everyone's happy with the arrangement, right. why is anyone stepping in to fuck up this weird deal? Unless they're, you know, doing. If they made it easier, so uh, you're asking, you're, if they made it easier for them to get, it wouldn't harm anyone else, right? But I get that it's a moral thing, and maybe I'm just being too uh, logical or cold on it. I understand. Um, again, it's really the question of what's what's the government's role. Government's rules to make money from its citizens, I feel like, in a, in a capitalist way. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, in a world of capitalism, I was uh, talking, I don't even remember who it was with. Maybe it was you this week, actually. I think it was. Uh, like, I, I do like capitalism, but it is inevitable that it's going to go to, uh, there's only going to be a few people with jobs and money eventually, and then it's just going to be a bunch of homeless people unless we do enact some sort of socialistic things like universal income. Right. Because, like, if robots can just do all of our jobs, what the fuck's everyone going to do? <laughs> we can't all be, like, fucking YouTube stars or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, How are we supposed to make our money? Right. How is the normal person going to make money to and buy so that, shit unless you give them a universal income so that you super rich fucks but can when keep being super rich? My grandpa was, you know, a young man. You work for every dollar, you know, but right. what if there's nothing to do? Right. Like, I'm not at the moment. Sure, there are jobs, but like, and that's kind of came to me because uh, you still couldn't sur- survive off of a 80 hour a week at McDonald's. You just can't. <laughs> right. It, it's so crazy. Um, all those stats. Now, Amazon, I know, is uh, going up to $15 an hour across yeah, the board they, in America, which is cool. I'm glad they got pressured into it. I don't, yeah. Great. Good job. Back and they felt the burn, yeah. is what happened. The um, burn. He's, he cares about like that kind of stuff, financial equality, yet he drives a really fancy car. But I'm always like, he kind of has to, and he doesn't have the fanciest car. He could have a fancier car. Right. He could have a fancier. He, 
Maybe he went with like the mid-level exception yeah. for what a senator can drive. He's like, I, I'm sure his problem was like, fuck you, I worked hard for this shit. There right. has to be some of that I have in to there. spend some of my money, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, people like charities wearing Knott's watches. Right. They're like, but I run this charity organization. <laughs> right. like, so why aren't you donating that watch? But um, they are also donating and some people aren't. It's very true. I always, someday I'm going to donate to this fucking water one where they put the fucking water wells in Africa. Because they literally they just go in and build a well and leave. They're not like, let's hey. build you a school or do shit. They're like, they're going to give them something fucking useful. And they have two profits. They have one charity for that and then one charity to pay the payroll of that company. So that's how they can say the one is 100% goes to charity. And then they try to get super rich people to pay the payroll part. They're just smart. I'm like, oh, these dudes are fucking brilliant. Right. So like... You get your friends on the right payroll. You're keeping them. You know, hey, yeah. I, need, I need a loan this month. <laughs> exactly. So, um, great, great spot for your son to grow up in. That hey, I need a loan, Dad. Oh, okay, here's some money. Yeah, I, I thought I was talking about something a moment ago, but I totally forgot it was. So I'm just gonna move on. And if you're listening and you remember it, you're gonna be like, because I listen to podcasts, so I get how it is. You're gonna be like, but what about that one thought you had? And I'm, <laughs> I'm just not even gonna bring it up again. Okay. Um. Did you get the presidential text alert? I did. I think it's funny. Everyone's like, it's from Trump himself. <laughs> Which is like, no matter who is president, he did I'm not sure send this that. was scheduled. Did they give him the power to text every United <laughs> oh, citizen? If they did, that would be the best. I would love like, it. You automatically they... have his Twitter now. Because yeah, he's going to send texts now instead of Twitter. I want to say Twitter. Donald Trump was the second person I followed on Twitter with our account after Barack Why Obama. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you went uh, former POTUS to <laughs> yeah. <the> new POTUS? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, first, Obama was number one on the list because I think he has the most followers or something like that. Makes sense. And so I was like, oh, yeah, dope, Obama. And then, like, a few down was Donald Trump. And I was like, well, he says crazy shit, so I guess I f- need to follow this. Right. And then, yeah, he just kind of spiraled out of control after that. Um, but, you know, <laughs> but, yeah, the text alert it made a lot of funny memes, so I appreciate it for that. Um, <laughs> it did. I honestly thought it was an Amber Alert <laughs> and didn't even pay attention to it until after I saw the memes go, wait. And I pulled back my tag. Well, I was like, good. oh, it did say You're like, But I also didn't leave the house today. Where am I going to see this little right. kid? <laughs> so, I'm just going to waste your time. by looking at you. I saw a meme the other day, and I'm sure podcasts are lame just talking about memes. But it was like, I don't know why y'all are sending me an Amber Alert at 3 a.m. I'm about to go out like Batman and look for Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucked, but it's true. It's like, but... Do they want us out there looking for Jessica either? Like, <laughs> is that is that food? Should that we all be vigilant? Is this our, our bat signal? <laughs> uh, that'd be so awesome. That would be red. <laughs> Have you ever threatened your wife with violence just for fun, not like in a real way? Yeah, absolutely. Like, or just where you have a moment, or my wife has moments where she'll do something and I'll like grab her arm and like pin it, and she'll be like, "Oh fuck, I forgot." <laughs> like, like one of those moments, yeah. right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm super passive, but like, I could break your arm if I wanted. I guess <laughs> right. I'm not ever going to. Yeah, um, same here. Like, I would never. I feel like that's probably too far. You know, I can definitely in the world stop you from now. hurting me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's what brings me up to feminism. See, we don't have to walk down the street feeling fearful for our lives. Um, what did you hear the comedian say that like? 12 times you can hit me 12 times and then i'll finally hit you back <laughs> right, there's like some number <laughs> yeah well and then i'll see stuff like that um and i, and I didn't really want to get into feminism but i'm going to slightly we, and just not we didn't talk about it but. like not feminism per se but like 
this idea that people have that feminism is like this i this one brain that all females have which is isn't correct because women are different people right, absolutely some and, women don't think that way and so like you'll see like two posts like on a social media site like contradictory mm. and you're like oh what's it's okay which to think that way <laughs> right and so you, well, know, you can live your life and you were doing that previously. So one of the obvious things I see is people with daughters versus people with sons. Oh, man. I have, two, so, I have both. Right. So I guess you're probably a whole other category. But ones that just have sons will be like, man, I wish I remember the exact wording of this one I saw the other day. It was something extent of I've raised my son to never hit a woman. But if you raise your hand to him, he had he knows to hit you back or something like that. And I'm right. like, oh, my God, I would never teach my kid that. But it was a woman sharing this like very right. proudly. And then, you know, you look at the original post and it's got thousands of shares. Right. And you're like, oh, fuck, I guess there are people that that feel that way. Um, and, I, and sure, to an extent, like um, who was Joe Mixon, the OU guy? And I know everyone like looks like I mean, it was super violent. It was but there was violent. like another part of it that was like, man, that girl was off in his face over yeah. and over. Now, I wouldn't, but you could. You can see where he snapped. Exactly. Like, you see where he he went off the rail a little bit. Mm. um, It's just people just, what I'm getting at is people raise their kids different. Yeah, for sure. And then we all expect everyone to act the same way. And then I'm like, well, I think there's the problem. And we're not ever going to, I'm not ever going to step in and tell tell someone how to parent Mm -hmm. because I just, that's how I was raised, right? Like, you don't mind, you mind your business. That's family business or whatever. Um, So I just think we're always going to have problems because everyone has different values. And they're like, but this is more important than this. And you're like, well, no, this is more important. Wait, yeah, and no. you're like, maybe nothing's more important than anything. And maybe we should only worry about it in the moment that it matters. Right. And I think I'm real big on uh, you got to look at everything on an individual basis. But I know that's not fun. Right. People want large rules to cover everything. So right. it's like, but really. But isn't that what, what the justice used to be? Like it, it, going to court was, you know, giving your perspective with a jury of your peers that knew who you were a little bit. Right. Um, and this, Hey, that's kind of come Kavanaugh. I heard this story and I, I thought you might know a little bit about the law, or at least a general idea where they've said, like, there's this old, uh, case where a cop killed someone and the jury decided the cop was guilty. And then Kavanaugh threw their, the jury's verdict out and decided with the cop. And I was like, I didn't think you could do that. I don't do know that. the case, but I mean... That, like, you're right. Just in general, right. I didn't think a judge could do that. Say, fuck you, Jerry. But I need to look into that more because I've seen that... No, in, that's it, not true because there's there's plenty of cases where, like, someone is... they People believed that the reason the person was on death row or whatever shouldn't be convicted for what they did, even though... Like, they did like it, you're right? saying... I don't know. I, I don't think... A, so I didn't know if that was a you know part of the smear campaign, as I've heard my Republican friends say, or if that was a thing. I don't. I just don't know enough about it. I guess I'd have to look into that. But I've always thought like you can't do that, um, which is going to bring me up to something. And if you can, why sh- why are we allowing it? <laughs> right? Why is that a rule? It's going to bring me up to something else on my list here. Is last week I mentioned this TV show Maniac. It's on Netflix. It has Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, and nice. I love it. Jonah it's Hill's awesome. The weirdest fucking show I've watched in a long time. It's kind of like some weird like eighty cyberpunk Johnny Mnemonic sort of weird cool. ass shit, but better acting. And it's hard to follow the first episode so slow that you have to really wait the last three minutes <laughs> until you find like that's the hook. And then the second episode still so weird. You're trying to get used to it. Right. But like by the third, if you're still into it, you're like, okay, Pretty I'm going to watch show. this out. It's so it's like an eighties version of a sci-fi computer 
and they hook patients up to it to cure their brains but and the it puts them through like fantasy worlds and shit right so it's fucking weird it ends weird it's there's not gonna be a second season it's a limited series you know huh. it is what it is um and Maybe I'm they'll fucking, have different actors do the next part. Well, like then that's the thing blood. is, so where they do the experiments, they're just on one floor, right, of this, like, skyscraper, and they, they mention there's 55 floors. I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they, like, bring two other famous actors and they yeah. do an experiment on another floor that's completely has nothing to do with this. Right, the same hospital or same facility. Yeah, just yeah. the same building, yeah. you know, something loose. Kind of like how so you could always So you could always have, like, the same security guard in the next season so he doesn't lose right. his job. Yeah, exactly. Um and like I like Fargo. Me and you like Fargo a lot. Fargo. Next season's gonna have Chris Rock, and I'm like so fucking pumped. But like, I was not excited about last season. I don't know. I you said either. to finish it, but I haven't. I haven't finished either. Um, I will eventually because I want to watch the Chris Rock season, and I know it's so loosely based, but just if there's anything I want to know, right? Right. Absolutely. If there's anything connected. Um, another. But I think show, they're gonna have to connect them all eventually. It's telling a story. It's just a larger story. Right. right. I agree. Um, another show that I started watching today is a cartoon called Big Mouth. Big Mouth, it's so funny. Dude, all right, so the second season just came out. Way worse. At least the first two episodes. Maybe I'm remembering season one with like rose tinted glasses. <laughs> right. Of like, oh, it was just so great. Right. But this one was like, it's still good. Right. But like I don't remember them showing like junior high girl boobs. No, and that made me right. feel weird at first. Right. And I'm like, it's a cartoon, and it's not weird. It's whatever. Right. They're trying to prove points, and you know, teach whoever is fucking old but enough to watch this. They're shit still a teenager, and we shouldn't think that that's okay. For right. A so that, to be doing. that's weird things. But I always hate the. Uh, I'm gonna call him Rafi because I can't remember his real name. Uh, Rafi, yeah. But um, Rafi has that whole pillow relationship. Yeah. And before we started season two, I was telling Kubi if I really hope they just forget all about that and they just never bring it up again. Because right. I, I just I didn't think it was funny. It wasn't worth it to me, him fucking a pillow. And first fucking scene in this <laughs> season two is him in the pillows. And I was like, God damn, damn it. it. Yeah. And it is funny, but I don't like, again, I'm only two or three episodes into the second season. I don't like the direction they're going with Nick Kroll's character with him and his hormone mods. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm going to, I'll stick it out, of course, because I fucking love it. And there's still even right. on the first couple episodes, there were moments I cracked the fuck up. Yeah. But there were other times where I was like, eh, I don't know where you are going with this. But that's not for me to decide. I'm not a fucking goddamn show creator. <laughs> Did you have you ever have you seen the YouTube video of uh, the guy the vo- man who voices Rick from Rick and Morty? He calls the Joel Steen prayer hotline. No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's so funny, dude! I'd look it up. Like I'm it's cringeworthy. Like anything. you're like, oh shit! <laughs> like, right? Why? I can't believe he said that. But it, it's also ridiculous on the other end. It's just, it's a good watch for sure yeah rick and morty is a show that a lot of people are like oh i bet you watch that no, and i'm like don't. i don't and no, then they're like forget that you don't what the fuck so you don't good. watch it yeah i just i well i don't even know what channel it's on it's on adult swim on freaking okay i might be able to get on something that has it um i've just never given a i watched pickle rick because everyone told me that one was so was good. good so i watched that and i was like oh that is funny but it wasn't so good that i like I- if you understood the characters more. and like how ridiculous that he was being like by like that's the low he would go to get right. out of banging out with his daughter and his family. It's well, like I love Bob's Burgers, and I know so a lot good. of people don't really the like voice that. Of Arby's, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like Bob's Burgers, just I enjoyed the all the characters. There's so many characters I love, and Rick and Morty. I see it as there's like oh two or three characters. 
there can't be enough for me to get invested. I guess that's my first. No, you fall in love. Like those are the main two characters, but he also has a a sister and a mother and a father and you follow their character line too. Uh, So theirs is just as integral because sometimes he goes on missions with uh, his daughter and his sister. I also feel like I should, because I see a lot of, uh, like like my wife's a teacher and she has kids that will, you know, mention it and she has no clue what they're talking about. (laughs) And I made her a CD that had Hobson, and she like listens to Tech Nine and other rappers, <laughs> just so, so she can get used to what they're no, talking about. No, I mean about. she she enjoys it too. But like, so one kid was saying something. She goes, "Oh, is that that new Hobson song?" And this kid was like, "You know who Hobson is?" is? And right. she becomes like this a cool teacher all of a sudden, right? And so I try to keep her up on the shit. So I guess we probably should. They're not gonna. Per- they're not gonna just you know, mess with my house this year. Hopefully, on <laughs> Halloween, dude. I know last year I was really expecting it to happen, and it didn't. Um, but I'm. Plan on just kind of maybe sit down on the porch. Yeah, maybe. Do you just, remember, but in Warica, it was different, man. It was Ryan, more. Uh, Coach Woolbright. Do you remember Coach Woolbright? Yeah, the Woolbright family. I'm he, familiar. He would. It's a rumor because it never happened to me. But the rumor was because you, if you went and toilet papered his house, he would shoot you with a shotgun with rock salt in it. Oh damn! And so you did not toilet paper his house, but. I don't know if that was actually true that he ever did because I don't know anyone that happened to. Well, I'll tell you my quick story of our Halloween um, getting shot. <laughs> and my dad took us one year, and that's what makes it fun because anyone that knows my dad, he's just like a sweet, nice guy, and he's not made for this crazy life. And there was all of us seventh and eighth graders, and we were going to get Mr. Gandy's house because Mr. Gandy was this man who he was which, a beat man, right? He was the basketball coach. They took that away from him. But it was like, you can still teach junior high geology. So he and kept a job. geography and social studies, right. all the shit classes. And he was like, sure. And then when I was in seventh grade, they made me be in his class three out of the seven hours of the day. <laughs> and me and the worst all the teacher other there, 17 boy, you know, seventh grade boys. Well, did y'all have, was your other option? Co- or Miss Rose. Mm, do you remember Miss Rose? Do not. Uh, she might have been gone by the time I was there. Uh, she might have retired. Same with Myra Berry. Did you have Myra Berry? No. Yeah, I think they both retired at the same time. But yeah. yeah. So Halloween comes and we're like, we got this fucker three hours a day. He hates us. I remember every assignment we got every Monday was write a two page essay over chapter <laughs> one, over chapter two. And that was just what he did. And then he didn't even read them. He just like. So anyway, we hated this guy, right? Like and, I put forth the effort to write you a two-page paper. You're going to read it, damn it. Yeah. So I think we had social studies, geography, and then health yeah. were the three classes we had with him. And we would go to, you know, toilet paper his house, and he's out there with a BB gun shooting us with BBs. <laughs> nice. And uh, we had bruises all over it. Me and Josh Couch, remember, just had bruises all over us. He was right. the big kid a grade ahead of me, and so we were like the human shields. Nice. Um, I remember Josh Couch. And someone ended up bringing balloons and threw at him. Oh, really? So they were bringing like water balloons while we were throwing <laughs> toilet paper and he was getting so pissed. Oh my God. And my dad's imagine. like, hey boys, uh, <laughs> y'all we can get out of here? Because <laughs> like, it was he, like, it looked like fucking like a war zone. Like he didn't understand that like that's what happened at, as, if you're a coach and we're, right. your house is going to get toilet well, and paper. Next to his house was just a field. So we were all just like laying in the field like we were in the fucking army. Right. And then we're like, all right, on the count of three, we're all charging and throwing and he's just fucking shooting him and his little eight-year-old son or shooting bb guns at us well and then yeah it was just fucking crazy do you do you remember coach warner I and mean, that one sounds familiar he was the coach during the years that like they made uh state runner-up Al castle years oh yeah yeah 
Um, he uh, ninety six. Yeah, ninety six. That was a, a crazy year. All all the way. Through. I know because the banner. Yeah, it's the most recent banner they had. <laughs> exactly. Been. So he was the coach then, and they that Halloween they spent hundred and thirty one rolls on his house. God damn. Yeah, it was crazy. His house looked like weeping willows. But like, Dude, we, he was the only coach that I ever had that I knew that didn't. Being care. in a small town, you just seem like you to- like toilet papering went to the next level. And it was just like there was nothing fun to do. And so that's what we did. I remember being six. As long as you didn't egg. Right. As long as you didn't. Long, yeah. Egging or like blowing in a car or something like that was always forbidden. Right. I guess I was 15 because the Halloween before I turned 16 and some people were already 16. Yeah. And we went around house to house the not before Halloween toilet papering our friends' houses. And we would get, so it was like we'd right. get Clayton and then be like, ah, oh, we got you, fucker. Come with us. We're going to the right. next house. And we'd go get Boone's house and we'd do all this, right? And then and, you'd go out and hang out. Yeah. And so. We were getting Justin's house, uh, and so a neighbor called the cops. His yeah. mom didn't, or whatever. And the cops show up, and Carolyn comes out and is like, "I don't care. I let them do it. I told them they could do it. You know, she's trying to cover us for us and shit." And I won't. I'll never forget Trevor, which you know, friend Trevor. Trevor. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say his whole name, but I have to for this joke. Um, the cop was like trying to take names, and he's like, "And your name?" He's like, "Uh, Trevor Smith." Uh, S M I T H. The cop was like, "I know how to smell Smith." Smith. <laughs> Got all fucking pissed. And it was the funniest fucking thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> because you know he was nervous, and then she's like, oh, "I was just great, <laughs> good stuff." Dude, there were so many crooked cops in working there too. Oh yeah, one of them shot. Uh, I just mentioned Boone, whose house we were at. Shot Boone's pit bull, let him out of well, the that yard. That was the rent a cop guy, right? Uh, Married a fourteen year old or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Got the glasses, Weasley looking face. Yeah, we called him Renacop. <laughs> it's a good name. Um, so another random shit. We got this. Uh, Barney Fox. Where, where we're currently at, where we record at, we have a bed right in this room because it's like a guest bedroom yeah. that I recorded. It does. And Snappy earlier today had tagged me in a video, and I'm just gonna. I'm basically just talking to Snappy here, where he, I think, likes this couch setup he's seen on other podcasts where guys just sit on a couch with mics up to their face. And I could not do it. I have to be at the computer because I operate shit. Right. But me and Koopy have discussed getting a couch in here and getting rid of this bed. If anyone needs it, we want to keep this one. We have a queen bed over here. Mics that you can hang down in front of them. Right. And so, I mean, that might be somewhere if Snappy wants to hang on a couch. I mean, that is something we have discussed getting a couch in here. But me personally, I think I I need to be, I need to be on the ball is the way I, I handle my shit here. Um, but in the future, I'm not being picky. I guess we might do it if because we have discussed maybe we need to get on some YouTube videos and we should record all these. But then I feel like I can't, you know, be not wearing pants and wearing dumb shirts and shit. I'd be like having to try to look cool. Yeah. So well, that's too much effort to try to look fuck cool. Yeah. I mean, I do this for the love of Gucci. podcast, love of podcasts only. Um, and then I'm going to talk about some video games real quick. There's a video game I play on the Vita. I think it's on PS4, Switch, every all kinds of shit. And it's called Foul Play. And it is fucking fun as shit. It's like a little side-scrolling beat-em-up. Mm-hmm. And the, the hook of the game is there's not a health bar per se, but you are, you are playing a play. So you're running across the stage as like the background's going by. Mm-hmm. And you're fighting stuff and the crowd's cheering you on. So how bad, like if you get good combos, they cheer louder and your bar goes up. But if you're like shitty, they'll boo you. Right. And if you get booed out, but that's how you They can tell you, you that you actually could. It's almost like the voice then, right? Right. In yeah. a way. So it's like, 
instead of losing based on you getting hit, you're losing because you just suck at the game. <laughs> right. Like they're going to be like, boo, get off the stage. And it's super fun. I love this game. So if anyone uh, oh, has Conor a McGregor system, fight tonight. Do, do, oh. Are you going to watch that? I'm probably not going to watch the Conor McGregor fight. Um, I don't have the money. Exactly. If I mean, no one that can hear this could invite me over. But in the future, you know, if y'all want to invite me to cool shit like that, I feel like I watched the last Conor McGregor fight, but I'm sure it was a powwow, that yeah, boxing match. With uh, Mayweather? Yeah. yeah. Like this one's been crazy, like the prelims have all been crazy, but you know it's all hype. Right. Um, I, I guess my takeaway before, and everyone will know if I'm wrong because it'll be the results <laughs> will happen uh, before this comes out. I just assume Conor McGregor is going to lose because he's not as hungry as this other guy, period. He has $100 million sitting like, at home. He, he's... He hasn't yeah. never had a fight longer than fucking passed the round. In but a maybe long he time. wants to come back into the UFC and be like, no, like I was the greatest greatest fighter when I left the UFC to go fight boxing, and I'm still the best coming in. See, it's too hard for me to just see him like Ronda Rousey. It just is like, in the sense that all of her fights, she got such a big name because they were over so quickly, and that same thing happened to him. And just because you win quickly doesn't mean you're a better fighter. Right. As much as it means like you got. You got incredible luck and skill. I mean, skill in some way, right? To yeah. start off that you know high. The, you know the Russians, a you know a freaking right, dude. That dude's a beast, right? So I just don't think it's gonna be over in twelve seconds like no. that. And so when I think of it that way, I'm like, I don't know, but I could be completely wrong. Connor, Connor's gonna have to keep him on his feet and make him box him a little bit. That's I mean, how Connor's gonna win. He's the closest thing to Clubber Lang in real life we've ever had. Yeah, for sure. And that's awesome. That's so awesome. He's Clubber Lang. So they they got the. The race on that one wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Mr. T was great. Um, all right, any thoughts on NFL? Yeah, I mean, how about the Kansas City Chiefs? Now, I mean, I'm, Wait, wait, wait. They did this last year. Oh, yeah, they did. Sure. Now, the one thing I'm going to say real quick is before the NFL season, I said on this podcast, too snappy, I'm feeling really good about Patrick Mahomes. I hope I get him in fantasy. I didn't. I did. Um, yeah, you know, you saw him rob the pick right before I had him. I was going to grab him. Um and I feel good about calling that because now all these people are like out of nowhere. And I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. I'm a fucking genius. We, I've watched Texas Tech football. He has been pretty good. Well, it was just all of Andy Reid's. Um, and he's a yeah, he's an offensive genius. Right. right. All of his systems. He, with every he has all first the pieces in place. Is, the fastest guy in football. Right. Arguably. Dude, I love the fact Jacksonville. And this is going to happen too tomorrow before Ramsey, this episode's out yeah. is that. Jacksonville is playing the Chiefs, so that's right. like the best offense versus the probably not best defense, but the most trash mouthy defense. Oh, definitely, Jalen Ramsey's the new Deion Sanders. Is I that love. What we're call him. We're gonna call him Prime Time. I don't think he's Deion Sanders because he's different. He's a more he plays more villain than that, which is fine. I love it. I know. Man. I do too. And I just love like he's talking Sherman shit. Uh, Richard Sherman was not a villain, I right? Jalen Ramsey's like trying to play the game. Yeah, like he's Odell Beckhamish. I don't know. He's not trying to change anything. He's like, I'll just play the position I'm dealt, which right. is different. But I really enjoy it, and I'm going to be excited because I'm sure that game I'll actually be able to watch because it'll be like a local game, I'm sure. It'll yeah, did you see CBS. his diss on, on uh, Tyreek Hill? Oh, yeah, where he – He's yeah. like, he's a punt returner that got voted into the All-Star game or the whatever it is. The Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. <laughs> right. He's like, uh, that was punt returning. He's not a receiver in my book. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. He's great. I, I'm a big fan of Jalen Ramsey and Jacksonville. It's been yeah. fun. Um, how are you feeling about the Cowboys? Were they two and two? Well, we're two and two. Um, good. I mean, that's kind of where you want to be. If I you're need not them to not tier. win the division because I made a bet with Snappy on this podcast <sighs> what for are you, $10. For 10 bucks. Uh, well, because I mean, 
I just, we're not going to win the division. It's going to be, I don't think it's going to be the Giants anymore, but the Eagles are still really good. Yeah. And Alshon Jeffries back. People forgot like the first couple of weeks, Alshon Jeffries wasn't there and now he's back. Right. It's very true. Um, my only thing on the only reason I took the Cowboys bet or made it was the Cowboys. Because, because I hate the Cowboys, so it makes it more fun to root against them. And it's just all y'all Cowboys fans in preseason are Thought like we all their good. fan bases where y'all are always like Super Bowl or bust. <laughs> you always think it's Super Bowl every year. And Super I was Bowl like, or bust. No, man. I told I told Matt Morgan, uh from, also from our hometown, right. multiple times that Dak is not the quarterback that we need. I mean I wouldn't draft him in my fantasy league, and there's a reason. He doesn't throw for yardage. Right. So, I don't even have two QBs or three QBs like I need in our fantasy. It's, I picked uh, up Josh Roseland just because he's going to get the start now over yeah. freaking. I know Snappy is still kicking himself because he didn't take some. Uh, you tried to do Le'Veon Bell for Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. and he. And so I, I know you don't want really to listen to the podcast. He picked up John Connor. We brought or, you up uh, previously because everyone was writing into me about how you offer the worst trades. And so I said, oh, really? I was going, well, that's just playing with Chris. So he's going to offer you dumb fucking trades at first to see if you would counter offer you something. I want you to counter offer it. This is what I'm willing to give up. Counter. And so at that time, Snappy's like, oh, yeah, he's sending me dumb once Le'Veon Bell. And Casey, then, I mean, like, Hunt, Kurt, I was killing it. And then, like, this. Every for the last few weeks, he's regretted. He's like, God damn it, that one I would have won. That oh, sorry, Snap. If that one's not on the table anymore, <laughs> we can now we can now negotiate something else. Uh, but my I have the Kansas City's backfield and just, right, and they have the best off. I right. mean, like it's a good. I I normally in these two QB leagues go for two QBs early. I didn't this year. And I feel like that was a bad plan. I went running backs first, but the two first running backs I got was Fournette and Dalvin Cook. Fournette's and they're hamstring. both fucking injured yeah. every Dalvin week. Dalvin Cook, man, I He's don't doing know nothing. That. And my third running back was, he bust? was think? Kenyon Drake, who's also fucking sucked ass. So it's because they have a multiple multi back system there in Miami. Otherwise, right. Kenyon Drake's not a bad running back. He's just he's kind of like Collins is for Baltimore. Javoris Allen's going to get some freaking carries. Right. Exactly. Um, so anyway, our fantasy football is going all right at the moment. Um, I don't know if you're wanting to put your $10 into the hat. So far, me, Snappy, Pow Wow, and Jill have paid the money. Um, uh, but I, I will think- get you the money before the end of the season. I mean, I just okay. will. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, and anyone else out there, you know, because some people listen uh, to yeah. podcasts that are in the league. Uh, letting y'all know about that. I know Curtis could have last time. I just he was over. I just didn't have change, and I was like, "No, man, I ain't going to get in change." Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Um, <laughs> the only person I don't know if Dom will. He seemed kind of against it because he knows he sucks, right? But it's like I'm gonna lose ten dollars, right? His team's not bad though. He could pull some off, and it's early enough. Anyone something could points win. against me. I think anyone but Marissa could win. Yeah, I think <laughs> Marissa got screwed because she. Fucked up and got too many kickers, not enough quarterbacks. What happened with that? I don't know. She wanted two kickers, and that fucking one she jumped on early got injured. You know, I think people that follow the sometimes the the draft that other like the computer would do. Right. Sometimes the computer in a deep league will take an extra kicker, and you just can't do that because they'll take the best player on the board, and usually that's a kicker. Well, this is what I think happened, Marissa. Let me know if I'm correct, and of course, you're always welcome to come on the podcast for sure. Um, I think she played in some weak ass leagues in the past because the only reason, uh, not the only reason, but a reason I was like, oh, this would be great to have Marissa on. And she's like, oh, I've played in other leagues and I've won in other leagues. Oh, she's actually won in other leagues. And so she was good. Now, I know defensive player is a whole new thing and all it that. It is, man. Um, the, kill, case, the Khalil Mack trade for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I am thinking of in the future getting rid of defensive teams. Yeah, it makes it had, less. Since we had defensive players. And I'm also thinking of adding first downs as a scoring mechanism in the future because I've heard Instead that's making it fun. No. Now, I'll do like half point per first down or something like that. So we figured it out. I think the one thing I didn't like was the week that Patrick Mahomes scored like, what, six touchdowns? He still scored less than freaking Ben Roethlisberger just because they had like 100 more yards. Passing. Right, because you get the bonus or whatever yeah. when you get over things. And I'm like, six touchdowns should be a bonus. Yeah, it should, it should be. There's, and we mentioned before on here, but the whole ESPN counts edge rushers under D linemen, even if they're linebackers, right. but so they Khalil don't Mack count them as D linemen when you're on your like choose which one it is, ESPN. Right. Which one is it? So, Tell me who, which one I can play. Uh, that's that was frustrating to a lot of people. Uh, but anyway, so that's where on on NFL and start fantasy shit in the, a little bit. How do you feel about basketball coming up? Man, I'm super excited about Dennis Schroeder in Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, I like Russell, how shit he PG. Talks. Uh, yeah, he's a shit talker. But his favorite player, he's always said, was Russell Westbrook. Right. So he's li- maybe he's going to listen to him yeah. and, and run the offense how he wants it run. And Russ also understands him because he plays like him. Yeah. I guess here's my only reservation is – and this is weird because I always liked Russ more than Katie, even before when Katie was here and everyone loved Katie. Right. Because, as I've mentioned plenty of times, I can't like the best person. And it was obvious Katie was better. So, therefore, I like the number two guy. And I was like, I like Russ. That's my dude. Right. But he has horrible fucking habits. And when people play, they're like, you just got to love it. And I'm <laughs> like, no. You, no, you don't. He could, like, Michael Jordan had horrible habits. I'll call too. him out on a bad game, but I don't. Right. Hate him. I was calling right. out when you think, turn the ball over seven times. Uh, right. I have a lot of love for Russell Westbrook, but there are times I'm very frustrated. So if it's like him and Dennis Schroeder taking turns doing the same shit, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh my God. I yeah. enjoy the fact Raymond felt when come in the game and then they would run an offense. Yeah, it was great because you're, like, so, you're like, oh, he does know how to coach an offense sometimes. Um, right. So we'll we'll see. But, yeah, I'm way excited about the Thunder well, where season Where does PG's sure. 13 sit? Now, I think what's going to really hurt them, and I hate to say it because I hate Robertson. I just do. Is he's not coming back until like after Christmas now? Yeah, I heard that. And he got set back when him and PG played together last year. They their defense was so, so good, good together. So you just don't want to. It's going to suck to lose that, but it might be good to get other people some playing time. I mean, Schroeder plays more this way. I mean, which is good for us until later on. Um, I think he'll play a lot more of the two position um, in place. Well, of and if you look at any of Russell Westbrook's stats of his catch and shoot or slashing off the you know off the catch sort of shit, where he doesn't initiate the play, his numbers are way better than when he starts to play. And so it's like let someone else handle the ball and pass you the ball. Yeah, because now you have you're you're getting yourself open without the ball. You and can that's get so much easier before it's the basket. So much, and, you can get alley oops now. Yeah. You're this high flyer. Let's see it. I know. know. I just, I've always, and I, I've said this previous, but he wants to prove he's a point guard. Right. When I'm doing the my team's shit mm-hmm. on NBA 2K, I always make him a shooting guard. It's the yeah. First thing why I wouldn't do. you get a point guard that can distribute the ball and you care about assists? Yeah, exactly. But with Russell Westbrook, you don't care about assists. Right. So I love him, but. Because you got to score all zone. the points. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the Lakers? I hear a lot of crazy projections. Oh, man. I, the Lakers are tough because they have LeBron. Yeah. Um, so you have to think in terms of the Cavaliers. Is Brandon Ingram better than any player on the freaking Cavaliers last year? And the well, answer yeah, he's is, better than a lot of players, but not is he better than Kevin Love? So, no. Yeah, right. So he's not better than Kevin Love. Right. So point Cleveland there. And then the second best player on their team is who, what, Kuzma or Ball? You're going with people from last year, though. 
What I'm, I think what I would look at is the team that LeBron had last year minus LeBron versus the team LeBron has this year minus LeBron. I think the Lakers this year minus LeBron is better than the Cavs last year minus LeBron. Oh, yeah. So the, he's in a better situation than him, but it's the West. Right. And he's he's going to play Oklahoma, fucking tough Utah. There's two bad teams in the West. San Antonio. Memphis is one of the worst teams, and they're pretty good. <laughs> right. As long as their guys don't get injured. Like right <laughs> yeah, now, the worst Sac- fucking luck, man. Worst Sacramento luck. and Phoenix are the only two bad teams in the West. Dude, but that Aiden kid, he's looking beast. But it's not a. They're not going to play a three point shooting league. Right. Uh, I mean, it, they'll be all right. They just won't probably make the playoffs. I didn't realize until I was playing NBA 2K earlier before you got here that Joel Okafor was on the Hornets, or I'm sorry, the. Uh, Pelicans, Pelicans, yeah. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot but all about that." Randall's on the Pelicans too, so right. they have a really good like. Okay, we got rid of Demarcus Cousins. We're getting the same skill set, maybe not to a higher degree, but with two players that can do the same. Right. Thing. The only thing I don't like about it, at least how it's working on NBA Two K is they are playing Anthony Davis at power forward, Jaloka for at center, starting that way. And I'm like, no, no, it needs to be Meritich at four and Anthony Davis at a five. Should be what you're playing, right? Mertic is the best player the, in that position, right? Right. So that's how unless I you're did. playing him at the three, which that means Darius Miller is not playing for right. you now. And this is also um, this point point on. I'm sure we'll mainly talk about sports uh, if anyone wants to quit. Uh, but just this thought on basketball, how it's evolved. I remember it used to be like your four was your throwaway position, and now so it's like, the five. No, and now it's more the three. Even. I guess the small forward, maybe. Yeah, yeah like. It was the five just two years ago. Yeah. It was the five. Who cares? But like now it's moved to where like it used to be just whoever the fifth best player is in your lineup, you throw at the four. Yeah. Because who cares? That's what we did with Melo last year. Right. And so now though, it's like, no, no. If you have a really good small forward, a good three, yeah. make them your four. four. And then just put a less good two or three at the three. And then just don't have a four. It's weird. Which is fine, except for you finally, until a a power forward position develops that can do all the things that someone like Kevin Garnett could do. Well, honestly, Giannis would probably be the the one that could set, but he could play every position. And why would you not have Giannis, Anthony Davis, even Kevin Garnett in his prime? Why would they not just play the five in today's light league? If I'm Milwaukee, I I get a, a guy that can play every, you know, Point guard, shooting guard, whatever position, and you just match up freaking Giannis with whoever has the worst defender, or you know, right? Well, Giannis should honestly play the five because he could just pull on every, defense. He plays the five easily, right? On offense, he should. He could pull the center out to the three point line and then just dish it to anyone cutting to the rim. I don't. If that was, if I was playing with the Bucks on a video game, that's what I would. That's see. how you play. It. You, he's saying. just going to lead the league in assists, right? Uh, I think he's a big distraction because he can't shoot on that game, so it's yeah. the whole thing. But um, they love him on that game. Like, you can't trade for him, period. Oh, yeah. There's no way you're getting him. 100%. Because um, I wanted to put Russell and him on the same team. I think it would be great. I could see that. Any other uh, surprise teams? Like, I'm feeling real good. Me and Dom, Dom came on a few weeks ago and discussed some basketball shit and done some predictions. I want to say my craziest prediction is I had the Jazz getting the two seed. I can see it. All I need is one more piece. Right. Well, I just think last year they got the five seed. Could have easily been the three seed if one game yeah, would have went another way right. with a rookie who will be way better this year. You would assume. Assume. And Ricky Rubio, I really feel like has finally hit that potential. Like, everyone it thought. Out. Right. And but was it? Did he just figure it out against Russell? <laughs> maybe because Russell Russell does frustrating things. Um, but anyway, I just had him as two because I think they have good coaching and 
damn good coaching. I feel like he him and Brad Stevens are the best two coaches in yeah, the NBA easily. Exactly what I said on that too. So that's my big prediction there. And then I think I had the Rockets at the four seat, Thunder at three. I think uh, I think Melo implodes them. That's what I think. Dom was trying to like no talk some shit. Dom last year would love Melo on OKC, and I'm like, and Dom, no. I love Melo in general, but I love Melo too. I'm not saying he's the just way didn't. I always look at it is you replaced. Trevor Ariza, yeah, Mute's defense with Carmelo Anthony's offense, and Houston's problem was not scoring. They've never had a problem scoring, right? So I'm like, You're I take- don't know. I just don't know if that's what's going to help. Now maybe they have enough pieces that it doesn't matter. But he's he's going to get so many bad matchups, and I hate predicting that Thunder means PG thirteen is going to kill him. Right? I hate having Thunder third because I'm just I don't want to jinx him. You know, that's how I am. And I just I've seen them lose a lot of games. You don't, they you don't want to become Dallas, right? Exactly. Dallas fans. Exactly. Yeah. You can't um, pick them to be number one every year. And you can't. Whenever me and uh Snappy did our predictions, I did I picked the Texans to win the Ooh. NFC South and they're like 0 3, but I would not pick Jacksonville. And it's because they don't have a running game yet, I feel like and I know I watched their line, whole game last week. And their defense is just because oh, you feel like they should be better and they're just not always in the secondary very good. Right. Their line's so good, but just like tackling the quarterback now. Right. Oh, dude, people are getting pissed about this shit. Like, I don't care, like, that they're trying to protect the quarterback, but, like, if that's your real, like, goal, put a flag on them and, and just let let us play flag football on the quarterback so you keep your, your Aaron Rodgers healthy all year. Well, or just why not off. Just they all wear red jerseys and you yeah. don't hit them like they know how to do it in practice yeah, yeah. Um, but, but you have to be able to pull something off of them but it's says, weird sack them but ben roethlisberger becomes less effective yeah uh cam newton becomes less effective well right Dak even becomes less effective well as soon as they run they're right they're done it's weird to me because you have to have a pure passer i i actually have no problem with their role current roles because and i think i said this on here maybe i only said snappy well who knows if i said it twice who fuck it um is people bitched and bitched and bitched about the concussion thing and i was one of i'm one of the people that were like yeah it probably isn't good they're gonna commit suicide later in their life and all this shit and they didn't know going into it and all this and i agree with that and you know a lot of people complain about that but those same people that are on espn complaining about that are now on espn being like What's up with this rule? And I'm like, the rule's because of the other shit you bitched yeah, about. Like you, you can't have one without the other. You, you say that the body's important after football. Well, this makes their life terrible after football, right? <laughs> and so it's like that's Someone the can't only walk without a cane. So I find that weird. Um, now I think they could play football with the worst rules possible, and if the I'd guys know what they're watch. getting into, and uh, they're going to get paid whatever they want to get, you know, that they're willing to get paid to do it. I don't really have a problem. That's with like it. the Earl Thomas thing when he's flipping off the Seattle Seahawks crowd. Right. Well, the thing is, well, he's, he's, I guess he flipped off the bench in the team because, so if you didn't know, Earl Thomas is a safety for the Seahawks. He was played for Texas Longhorns. Right. And he wanted to get a new contract, but he was a currently under contract. That's where I'm at. Is one like, year. You got one year. He had left one on your year contract. left on his contract. He wanted to re up it for a bigger deal, and the Seahawks took the stance of, "Well, we'll see when your contract's up. We, we want to pay you what you're worth." And now his legs broke, and so he yep. knows his Second contract's going to be affected. Same leg. And everyone in the media and the sports media is jumping on of like, "Poor him. He lost out on money." And I'm he not saying I don't agree with that. I'm H- just hold saying, out like Le'Veon's doing. 
the team of the Seahawks made the right call, obviously. For they real. bet on this guy would get injured, so we're not doing this. And it guess happened. what? Now I have more money. You were going to go sign with the Cowboys anyway, unless I give you a monster deal. You get hurt. I don't. I don't have to pay you this year. I can afford to assign a safety or trade for a safety now. I mean, right? And pay for someone else. So I don't know. My only that's just what my thing is like. Both sides made a gamble, and the Seahawks just won it. And because of that, everyone has to be mad at them and take the player's side. And I just like. As a GM thinking minded person, right. made the right call. As a fan, I'm like, right. There's just of, two of sides. Earl to, Thomas. There's yeah. There's just two sides to it. It just depends whatever perspective. You're that's what at. I try to tell everyone is like, I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not a fan of Jerry Jones. I'm not a fair, fan of any of the players. I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys. Right. And I want the Dallas Cowboys to win. And if Dak Prescott next year is the quarterback for Dallas again, we have better have drafted a quarterback in the first, second, or third round. And just to give us protection, because we got to start looking for someone that's going to win some ball games. I know we're at two and two, and it's not time to freak out completely. But you have to think ahead of time. Right? If he's not the right guy, we can walk away from. Even if that meant Tony Romo's last years with us, we're with a guy that's not with the team with us anymore. You well, can let that go too. I think you should definitely keep Dak over Jason Garrett, and I would try Dak with a new coach before I would try Jason oh, Garrett. Jason with a new Garrett has to go. I would if, if we lose the next two games. It'd be worth it. Yeah. Whoever it is. I don't care who we lose the next two games, fire Jason Garrett and sign an interim coach and then try to hire someone like Lincoln Riley out of OU. Yep. There's been some talk I know the about Bengals and then we're the Browns. Browns it was, yeah. Now so Coach Baker Mayfield. If but I was why would you do that with Bob Stoops? Lincoln Riley. I would never leave OU. All these big program Bob's, colleges have it so than, much they get paid so much more. And they have it kind of made. Now, there is some more responsibility as far as the community and shit that you don't have as a professional coach. And I think right. the competition's harder and you'd be more satisfied being an NFL coach in some way. But if it's about money and shit, they ain't, they ain't luring you away. Because what is Nick Saban making there now? Oh, it's some stupid. I don't even know. But yeah, it's, it's probably time to re-up because he's going to win it again this year. Right. They're going to have to extend his contract out until he's dead. Yeah, I, I'm i still on the side. I don't think schools should have sports and they should just be private clubs that people own and they're just like amateurs right. or whatever. That's exactly what they should Or be. just the NFL could have a G League. And the and NFL or whoever pays their college scholarship while they go to college there if they want to get their degree. Yeah, I, actually, I would see it more of like, uh, so like the way the NBA does the G League now, right? I think they should get rid of the you have to go to college. And just like, you can come to the draft anytime. We're going to open the draft up through five rounds. Right. And you're going to be put on their G League team for whatever the minimum contract is there. And then we'll see if you make it around after three years or whatever, you know, they decide so you're saying do it like MLB where you've got exactly. farm systems. I just think you do it that way. And I think the NFL could do it. You're trying to tell me people wouldn't watch a minor league NFL team. That was yeah, but like the MLB does their, their farm club sometimes through the baseball draft, you know, and things yeah, like that. They do. Now, I don't think, I think the problem with MLB is they have three fucking levels of minors, <sighs> which is too much. Right, it's too much. And those guys get paid but fucking pennies. They don't get paid. You're shit. Playing, all you're doing is playing baseball for like your life. You're not having to do anything. Yeah. But yourself. they get paid like less they than $20,000 a year. It's at terrible a single money. A, and like, they'll be like, but you want to pay for rent. They'll put you up in a hotel. And it's like, well, that's not, fun like yeah. i don't know I get so to live in a hotel for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> right so i could see the nfl i just think it would honestly make financial sense even if they put those minor league teams back over in europe i used to love the nfl europe games and then you're just like oh yeah they're based out of these european cities for them to watch but right. um 
you know, they'll be over the Dallas Cowboys actually own, you know, Jerry Jones owns whatever right. for Germany's team. It'd be like the WNBA for exactly. fran- NBA franchises. Yeah. So I don't know if that anything like that would ever happen, but I could, I would be interested because a lot of these guys are just wasting time going to college. You're not really trying to get a degree. Some are, I'm not saying not all Some are. are learning things. You're learning things. So like the only, I think the only Sports you could probably watch at our college, and you're like, oh, all these are actual student athletes would be the Ivy League system. Like, if you watch Harvard versus Yale, all of those kids are probably there for school first and sports second. Mm-hmm. And so, you're saying that are shit. you saying that the the player that that would have gone to college that gets drafted by a, a, a team, you know, and they decide to go to college in their free time. I mean, because in the NFL, at least it keeps them on track, keeps them going to practice, keeps them going, you know. Right. It's the structured part of it because then once you get in the NFL, it's freedom. It's true. That is very true. But um, if you were going into a situation where right now you go out of high school to the NFL, for the first three years you couldn't play in the NFL because that's the rule or whatever right now, the age thing. You would have a few years of not getting paid a whole lot and having learned some money management, right? Through that, I would assume, or they would maybe I mean, they give you some college classes students, on it. I mean, they you get you eat in the cafeteria every day. People throw you like luncheons and things like that. I mean, right? But only at the big college. Watch the ESPN thirty for thirty called "Broke." I think it's on the on Netflix. Yeah. And it's about how these dudes just get to the pros and get paying these huge checks of money and don't have a fucking clue what to do. Right. How they blow it all, how they've made how millions of dollars and lost this? it. Who's going to cash this? I check this because I've yeah. only gone to that guy. Right. Oh, yeah. This one of the stories is some guy has like a $500,000 signing bonus goes to a cash advance. And they're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Get out of here. Yeah. You go to a bank. <laughs> You're going to get robbed. Right. So I think that's just pretty funny. All right, man. Well, I think we'll call it off here. Uh, I'm going to play another beat in case anyone doesn't know. I make all these beats and it's a new one every fucking week and we're actually getting up to some that aren't the worst in my collection because i'm doing them chronologically um all these beats i made months ago right because i make three beats a week or so i did i haven't made any this week because i'm trying to write uh lyrics and it's really hard and frustrating because i'm trying to do this whole concept mixtape because i'm fucking (laughs) an idiot and uh it's kind of harder than normal mixtapes but then after that, I've promised everyone I'm going to make dumb, stupid rap songs. <laughs> Again. For my powwow sort of fans out there. All right, man. Peace. Appreciate it. Thanks, man.